the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks Podcast, episode we're finally getting around to talking about Notorious, because uh, we were all very busy afterwards, so we didn't. <laughs> um, we're discussing Notorious, and uh, um, also just like we're only talking about it from a competitive standpoint, we're not doing Sealed, because we did one of those already, sort of. I'm your host, Devin Owens, today I'm joined by my co-hosts, we have Jackson. Hello. Jay. Howdy. And as. Hello. All right. Yeah. So uh, we're finally getting into this and um, we have the benefit this time when doing a set review of actually having seen people play with some of these figures. So it should be (laughs) a little bit more, uh, a little bit more relevant than some of our previous ones. Yep. We have played at least five rounds of this set. So definitely. And, And seen some of them in constructed, which is nice. Yep. All right, we have, okay, so incredibly unusually, we yes. are starting out with a banger. <laughs> never yeah. happens. This oh, never happens. Usually is not good. Yeah. Uh, so in general, we're going to skip figures that we'll never see any constructed play. Um, but this is not one of those. We have 001 Lex Luthor, who uh, is a 50 point character with Superman enemy. And the two incredibly relevant things, his trait, friendly characters that are adjacent to that are adjacent to or share a keyword with Lex Luthor have the Superman enemy team ability. That's a lot of outwits. And he has the orange lantern core keyword, which means he gets a ring. Yep. Hold on. We, we, we should definitely explain what the team ability does because it's very yes. rare. This is true. Um, yeah. So Superman enemy says free. If this character is adjacent to a friendly character of lower points that can use this team ability, it can use outwit until your next turn. So if you have, let's say, a goon of some kind, and you have four characters adjacent to it, all of those other four characters can use Superman team ability if Lex is there. Yep. Which is a lot of outwits. Um, I play so, on a theme theme in teams. Yeah. So we've we've covered that this figure is incredible and sealed. Um, we talked about him being probably very good in the sealed set review and then we played team sealed and it turned out he was very good <laughs> um the format where he's going to be really good is pulp uh the orange lantern keyword doesn't matter for that one but just like a billion outwits for 50 yeah. points is uh extremely Plus, relevant. sidestep flyers yeah. are nothing to discount yeah 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 i mean I- i'm actually playing him in pulp tomorrow uh, i'm playing oh, him on uh I guess I should post the gold <clears throat> at some point. Yeah, so yeah, he's on the team because you told me to do it. As, <laughs> as white, which, I did. Hold on. Okay, so yeah, so so <laughs> I'm adding him to my Gotham City Underworld the, uh, theme with Harley Quinn. They share yep. Legion of Doom and scientists. And then she gives so, him Gotham City Underworld. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, it, his tweet doesn't say printed keywords, so. Yeah. Yep. So you're gonna play. So you're playing the two characters we're like highlighting for Pulp. On oh yeah. Your, uh, on your team for tomorrow. Yeah, makes sense. That is correct. Yeah. Um, Very nice. 
yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of crazy how a character that has those two last clicks can be any good, but in this case. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, one click and he's just. so I believe dead. we actually said that in our set, our, our team world survey. It's like he's bad. Look at these last clicks. He gets hit once. Like just don't let him get hit. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if your opponent's like super focusing him down, then all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I keep trying to make him modern playable. He's not because Outwit is bad. That's the main problem. Uh, yep, yeah. Everything has protected, so you're just but you're just not pulp. actually getting to Outwit anything, unfortunately. Yeah, but pulp very good. Yeah, yeah absolutely incredible in pulp. Um, all right, so Lex is awesome. Definitely play him in pulp. In, in construct, so he has two reasonable keywords for constructed potentially. He is Herald and Scientist. Um, so you could try it. I mean, the, he is a ring bearer, but uh, the big problem is just you have to, you would have to find some way to make things not have protected outwit, and there just isn't really anything in modern. So if something gets printed, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then we have the goon. 15 points for Underworld and Batman enemy team ability. That's really pretty much it, but they're pretty good team abilities for 15 points. Yeah, yeah. and empower. Empower, yeah, plasticity, poison, pretty good. Just tie a piece. Just, yeah, just good. I mean, if you have 15 points, throw him on. You're going to get use out of him. It's great. And then he can potentially just do a lot more when he dies. Yeah, yeah. And when he dies, you get to make different goons, either the same goon again or uh, like the Cordian Thunderer yeah. 15, which for a pulse wave, if you need that at the time or enhancement for Black Manta. Polar Bear is also a reasonable Black Manta. Sure. Yeah. Is the is this uh wrong in HC units or is he the only one that has a three through six make another goon? Yeah, that, well he doesn't have a secondary, so yeah. Okay. He is, yeah, he's the only one that has it. Got I it. mean, honestly, that's better. That's, that's better than a that's definitely better. Yeah. Generate hit, like generate an object or hindering or whatever. Like, every time my Cordian Thunderer died, it's like I wrote a one. I'm not even putting the object down. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably okay. Also very good in pulp because. Ivy's going to be really good in pulp. Yep, 15 point yeah, power. I mean, True. I, I am playing him in pulp tomorrow also, because <laughs> I mean, it's partially a goon-based team, so yeah. We're just talking exclusively about figures that Jay is playing in pulp. Um, yep. All right, then we have the Joker goon, which uh, is relevant because it's a goon with Batman enemy team ability with flurry blades. Um, you're probably not main forcing this, but if you happen to have somebody with a wild card that can give it an 11 and you're like previous goon that was good at the start of the game dies. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. Technically, there, there, are, there are ways to give, you can give him charge through capture. Theoretically. Yep. He's a brute, so move with Dark Phoenix. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is true. a brute. It's true. He's an three squares. Yeah. I, I think, the, I think most of the use you're going to get out of this is generating them from another goon, but no, obviously. you're not main forcing this. This is a great generate though. Uh, and yeah, and I mean, not, like, but... so, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, because they don't come from anywhere, just have one on, just have one hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. And most teams are going to have, like, for example, a Scott Porter, who is a wild card with an 11 attack. So great. If you're playing X Men with Cordian Thunder and Scott Porter, and your Cordian Thunderer dies, and you get to generate another goon, and it died because somebody punched it, great. Now there's a Joker goon, it's flurrying them with an 11 with Blaze. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, we have the polar bear, who's like another fine generate, but I don't think anything special. Um, I mean, we have Quake the is just really good. I mean, destroying yeah. terrain. Is... Yeah, it's true. 
And just having a Battle Fury option that yeah. just pops out. Yeah, shape change is huge, so having Battle Fury is always pretty big right now. Yeah, that's also pretty awesome. relevant on uh, on K or one to three, in fact, like especially if they have to punch yeah. it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Also, yeah, weirdly, the only goon that's technically not a generic because it does have a real name. Well, it, the, the real name is various, but the trait has a reference to. Oh. Ah. Black Manta Goon, though, that's uh, that's pretty yeah, spicy. That, this guy is very good. Spicy. Black Manta yeah, Goon is a wild card in the game now. Yeah, so this is a 15-point wild card with Quake and Enhancement and uh, Force Blast. All three yeah. really actually very good powers to have her out. So, uh, Dolphin isn't completely irrelevant either. If yep, you can like, use it as blocking terrain, essentially. But yeah, I mean, 15-point enhancement, and he can be added to the X-Men. <laughs> yep, like everything. 15-point enhancement does seem cool, but then in Scott Port, or Scott Yeah, then you have 4-point enhancement. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, return of the still, Pirate like, 19 points for two enhancements is like... Yep. Yeah, no, yeah, very I mean, Mantagoon's probably not seeing a ton of main force play either, but you should always keep him in mind if you have 15 points left over and need that enhancement. Darkseid has Sacred Society. That's uh, not necessarily <laughs> true, but yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, there's the Riddler goon who has sidestep underworld, which is always good. Um, the white rabbit goon who has support, which again, you're never main forcing this white rabbit goon, but no, if and then the best one, if another goon dies Wait, and falls also... a little bit of damage, yeah, and then like dual target mind control is not awful, like yeah. that, that could just happen to be amazing, but yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's kind of weird that he has three range when it's minimum four for mind control. But, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna trick some people for sure. Yeah. Um, also, then, like both, well, also uh, both uh, White Rabbit and Riddler have really good KO effects. Yeah. So. True. Yep. Yeah, you're not upset if you don't get to. Yeah, they, yeah, the KO effects are either complete trash or they're just ridiculous. Like, why? Yep. Here's one with a complete trash KO effect, <laughs> but the figure's ridiculous. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, yeah. So this is Cordian Thunderer. Um, first glance, absolutely nothing special. This is a sidestep pulse wave power shape change figure which are like fine powers you're willing to pay 15 points for those but it's not incredible and then you notice that he is the sinestro cord core keyword and the warrior keyword so he is an x-man who can use the sinestro ring so uh yeah this is a 15 point construct maker who can be on the x-men and has perplex yep he's really five points yeah i was gonna say this is technically yeah, I mean, a five point figure because you get a free much. 10 points <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this figure's absurd. I played him on my first round of the Brad tournament. Brad's uh, ban something when it wins tournament today, so it will not be appearing in future rounds. Shocking no yeah. one. <laughs> um, and, well, I mean, honestly... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, it, it's funny you mentioned the standard powers, because Sidesip is kind of like exactly what you want on this kind of figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, I, and, like, I didn't even do that much with him. He made a stop sign... So I could bury her a few times, which was nice. He, um, and then he used Perplex, and he was 1,000% worth his 15 points. Oh, actually, he also Pulse Wave to reset some stuff. He was really good in that game, actually, yeah. for 15 points. He's he's amazing. He's going to be seen on so many teams, and he's the main reason why generating the other goons are so good, because you're going to be able to off this guy. Yeah, he was yep. a, Yeah, he exactly. Was a you, I was going to say, he was originally on my build, but I had to cut him because I had to make room for a Green Lantern TA. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
that's that is where most of the other goons are coming in is your guardian thunderer died and rolled a four to six um because like you're probably not bringing in another guardian thunderer unless you absolutely need pulse wave because you're not getting this nestor core ring so you might as well grab one of the others that does something in that particular scenario yeah, yeah. and then your and then your new goon can pick up your semester ring yep and equip it <laughs> good uh all right and then we have i do want to give a, a quick shout out to the uh common omac the non-prime um because currently in the game i think the actual in my opinion the worst figure currently printed <laughs> is the uh empath from the x-men uh storyline of pk yeah he's just that is my opinion is the worst figure in the game Bravo WizKids, you made a worse one. Tom and Omac, actual worst figure I've ever seen in the history of this game. Um, good job. Yeah, this is a 25.1 click character that if it dies, you can heal another one that you're playing. Yeah, past its starting line two clicks to 17 toughness where it also just dies. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah this figure is really I, bad. I've never seen a worse figure in the game. Like, this is actually just what were they thinking? <laughs> Every time I saw somebody take uh, take this in a battle royale, they realized they had to play it on the last click and immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I saw the the amount of people who chose not to revive this figure was insane. <laughs> like you don't have to. Why just feed points? Just you don't have to do it. Just don't revive it. Yeah. Uh, like if you opened this figure in a battle royale, you were getting it back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can confirm. I chose not to revive it. <laughs> yep. Same. Uh, there's the Omac Prime. His problem is that he's a billion points. He does some interesting stuff. He has displayed, can use displayed standard powers of adjacent opposing characters, which is interesting. And leadership plus two instead of uh, action total plus two instead of plus one if he's on a theme team. Um, but he's just he can be outwitted. Points. It's and it can be outwitted. Amazo, single Amazo outwit gets you one seventy five. And Amazo was a hundred percent better than this guy. Yeah. yeah, and not a prime. Can I also say that? Yeah, why? Joke, I love the yeah, joke. Yeah, he's basically of, only a prime because of that first trait. Yeah. Yep. I I love the joke. The fact that this character has a lower point value and Devin still won't acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm bad. I'm not it acknowledging is. any point value on this figure. <laughs> yeah, that's how yeah. bad it is. This figure is just three points for your opponent. Don't play it. Yeah. Okay, uh, so how far are we skipping now until... I was like, going to oh. skip to Black Hand because he has the Black Hand for keyword. I don't uh, think you're actually I think it's worth, it. I, don't think you'll I doubt it, but it's worth mentioning anybody who yeah, has it. Yeah, we can mention sure. it. I think Cyborgman is He can worth. make two graves. Like, sure, he exists. Yeah. Yeah, he I makes mean, some grave markers. He's He has Perplex. And a TK. Like, he's fine. Yeah, you're probably not playing this figure. Like, there are better... Yeah figures with the keyword but yeah. i mean if you're trying to scrape together a black lantern core theme team specifically then you can have to fall back on this fortunately you have scott porters to fall back on so you don't really have to and yep. they provide your dk and perplex instead <laughs> yep um i think cyborgman is worth talking about just for pulp like, yep. i think because because of the ivy team are you playing mj no i should just oh, hold on let me just grab the team just so we're not like uh, so the main, we'll so four, you're playing every figure. Yeah, uh, Ivy and Harley, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, BTU Joker is the one that gives Batman enemy characters mystics. So uh, if you're attacking, my characters are taking mystics and I'm retaliating. Your plant um, hogs have Unfortunately, mystics. that's your card. <laughs> the plant uh, hogs have mystics is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, are the plant hogs normal sized or tiny? They're, They're normal. normal. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
the 25 point penguin from BTU, BTU who gives Batman enemy Underworld. Um, honestly, they're just okay. Wizards. That's why you're not playing Cyberman because then you just have a billion taxis anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I have uh, Main Force Goon and White Rabbit Goon and uh, Riddler Goon for nice. exactly 300. Sounds like a good team. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, uh, and then sideline, I do technically have Amanda Waller, and then a bunch of uh, characters I threw on for fun on the sideline. So nice. Yeah. They I don't know if I ever actually legal. bring in Waller, huh? All the sideline characters you threw on for fun have to be pulp legal, though. Yeah, yeah. Sportsmasters only are rare. Can't yeah. put your hope and stuff on. No, just uh, yeah, other yeah, War Machine, just because. Uh, he, he's uh, actually, I guess, yeah, I have one machine if uh, somebody, if I uh, manage to cheat a Scott Porter on my team or something. But yeah. Totally legal so. and pop, right? I mean, honestly, sure. they're some of the better figures, like, and cheaper. So you probably could. That's the only reason I like the format. Get Yeah, no, I mean, that's the worst. No, that's the worst idea you had in quite a while, actually. <laughs> I'm not saying they should be legal. <laughs> Um, it's actually right. funny because uh, I was bemoaning the fact that I don't like the format, but then I realized, oh, no Scott Porter. So, so yeah. before we get on to the the next piece, is there ever an argument for Gentleman Ghost in competitive? No. What are you? What, I want whatever you're smoking. I don't. I get don't know here. a single equipment I currently would like to say you can't use. Like you so, just I don't care badly. about the equipment. It says you can't use blades. <laughs> Oh, for 50 points, you're playing a 50-point character to counter a 35-point character? That's automatic. No, 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 I want to play a 50-point character to counter 140 points of their team. No. No. You okay. Play, just play Cosmo. Play I mean, literally. Yeah, yeah Cosmo's that is just the correct better. answer. This is a thing that, like, if there was some way to swap it onto your team in only the five Apocalypse matchup, sure, then it sure. might be worth it. But there isn't, so no. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, he does have monster, but you can't get it on the sideline. Oh wait, I guess you could, couldn't you? You can pilot you can for him. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you, you could might... put it on your sideline for piloting purposes. That might. And then you can get might... like precision oh, strike outwit. Sure. No. It... Why are we talking about? Je- I'm I'm the JSA fan, and I don't want to talk about Jennifer Ghost. What are you people doing? <laughs> <laughs> Harley Quinn for pulse. Yeah, Harley Quinn's worth mentioning. Oh yeah. I mean, um, she she takes a lot of ass in uh, BFFs yeah. is an insane trait. Yeah, so there yeah. are two traits. You can uh, cheat anybody who shares a keyword with her onto Gotham City Underworld, as Jay said he was doing with Lex Luthor. And free, you can make an attack targeting an opposing character that attacked Harley Quinn or another character with the Gotham City Underworld, which is the whole team if you're playing that theme. And then uh, if she attacks a character that damaged specifically a Poison Ivy, you modify her attack and damage by plus one. This is a 50-point character who's a 9-11-18-3. Um, but yeah, I mean, free attack. Seven clicks so, 50 points. Yeah, yeah just very hard to kill. kill. So this character is so good. TJ went undefeated in Team Worlds, and about round four is when he realized he could retaliate off of any of the GCU characters. <laughs> he thought he could only do it no off Poison Ivy. No way! That's he thought he could you're... only do it off Poison Ivy. Oh my god. That's funny. Wow. I mean, to oh. be fair, if you have Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn on your team and sealed, you probably win no matter what else is on your team. Yeah. 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 So how far are we skipping now? I feel like we're skipping. Uh, to the rares. I want to give a quick <laughs> mention to Zod just because yeah. this trait is insanely good, but like not it worth is. playing him. But it's 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 insane. Read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he has 
Kneel before Zod. Uh, for each use opposing character within four squares in line of fire, both you and that character's controller roll 2d6. The chosen character is less than 90 points. Increase your roll by plus two. Just all of them. Uh, yeah, pretty much. If your result is higher, give that character a token. If you can't give them a token, deal the one unavoidable damage instead. So just free action, get a token, or take unavoidable. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. But he um, yeah, he yeah. has 90 points. He can be outwitted, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not actually playable in Pulp, but was very no. good. If so. he had Cosmic Energy, I'd make an argument. But, sure. Yeah, no. We have Polka Dot Man. Uh, he's just really flexible. If you need yeah. TK in a particular matchup, he can be the TK. And if you need Barrier in a particular matchup, he can be the Barrier, and he's not easy to take out. You I don't know that twice. you actually play him ever in Pulp, but... No, it's still not good enough, I don't think. Um, is there arguments for the Deadshot Rachel Ghoul in Pulp? Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, sure. Because, yeah, so uh, Deadshot has a trait. He has the whole target thing, but he has the trait that a uh, power with a range of eight make an attack that deals penetrating, but to target a character with a target token, regardless of line of fire. Um, and Rachel Ghoul has another trait that allows him to give a target token to someone if there is no front or opposing character with a target token. So essentially, you can just sit back and shoot through eight squares of anything with this combo and pulp. Uh, definitely can catch a lot of teams off guards. Morlock Tunnels is a map that is still unfortunately legal. Uh, and that, this is what you played in uh, Team World, isn't it, Devin? So yeah. And uh, it didn't go so well for me because I faced only either absolutely bonkers broken teams or Black Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but hopefully, uh, you can also just build around it better in Pulp, right? Like, if you yeah. can, yeah, you if you can fit a couple enhancements on there so he's dealing four or five damage, then that's a lot better than three. Yeah, I think we found 15-point Pulp enhancement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Deadshot and Rache we're talking about. Uh, we have Prime Rache. Uh, he has a sideline active that friendly characters with the, assassin, with the assassin keyword modify attack plus one, which is great. The unfortunate part about this is that there is another assassin prime, which is the only reason why you would ever consider building a actual yeah, you, assassin you'd team. You'd never play this over the other So one. you can't play this figure. Yes. Um, yeah. But it's a cool effect, and you should keep in mind if you're considering playing this figure for whatever reason. Sideline active does still apply on the map. Yep. Correct. Everybody forgets that that is true. <laughs> they yeah. think that because it says sideline active, it means it's only when you're on sideline. But no, if he's on the map, other friendly characters with the assassin keyword also modify their attack plus one. He does and not like, have to be on the sideline. Don't do this, but to be fair, he is a 40-point brute with Battle Fury, so like he Charge can... Charge Slurry be... sidestep, like... Yeah, figure. he's very yeah, mobile. Like for, for 40 points, that's a really good dial. Yeah, only he wasn't a prime. <laughs> yeah, six clicks, free regen if he has uh, water. It's great. Because Talon is much better than him. So much better. Yeah, but we're not there yet. Uh, all right, so we have Amanda we Waller. When, well, Amanda oh, Waller's sure. worth talking about. When a friendly standard character is KO'd by an opponent's attack, after resolutions, you may deal one penetrating damage to each opposing character adjacent to the last square they occupied. It's pretty good. And sideline active at the beginning of your turn, if two or more friendly characters that share a keyword with Amanda Waller were KO'd since your last turn, you can generate her into your sideline and uh, from your sideline into your starting area. And she's just a leadership at Web Perplex figure for 40 points. Um, yeah, I mean, you would play this only if you had a bunch of Suicide Squad politicians and spies around, which is reasonably unlikely. Jay's team can theoretically do it, but I don't think it's likely. To be fair. No, Archivism on all of them, but it could happen. Yeah. If 
if for some reason you have the sideline space and you're playing Mephisto Scott Porter, you can put this on your sideline. <laughs> wow. Because Mephisto is a politician and Scott Porter has any keywords. So technically Just this will try trigger. to get your Mephisto and Scott Porter skilled and then bring your Mephisto back. And if they kill it, then if they like one damage hit them, a perfect. pulse wave and KO them both, then <laughs> you're good. Easy. <laughs> yeah, not likely to happen, but it'd be fun if it did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have a couple more things that don't really matter, and then we have Talon. Uh, Talon's relevant power is when a friendly character with the assassin keyword attacks, opposing characters with a target token can't use defense powers. So, this is quite good. Um, there are multiple problems with it, though. Yes. One is, assuming that you're not playing rare Rachel Ghoul, who I will remind you is an 80-point rare, who doesn't do anything, this is one figure. You are making one yeah. figure not able to use defense powers. The other one is there is a figure named Captain America who's on a Pegasus yeah. who does yeah. this yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. for 40 points and to whatever he's attacking. And he's not a prime. And not a prime. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, I think Talon probably yeah. won't actually see much constructed play. Uh, not really. Currently. We have the two biggest, years for a good assassin. If you could out. play her in pulp, she'd be worth it with the Deadshot sure. Rage team. 100%. Yeah, I mean, just... If you can somehow justify putting an 80-point racial ghoul on your team, then she's great. But I don't know how you're doing that. Yeah. yeah. In the free racial ghoul format, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the format where you are simply allowed to add a racial ghoul to any team. <laughs> then talent's pretty good, yeah. Oddly specific format that Adam came up with. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a thing Adam would have done. It sure does. All right. Uh, yeah, we have a couple more figures that don't really matter. And then we have the best figure in the set, question mark. Not true, but very close. Necron. Necron. Okay, I, I so this figure is busted. Uh, this is a... Sense of the word. Yeah, this is a Black Lantern Core Deity Herald monster who has free generate a grave hindering marker within range and line of fire. Does have improved targeting hindering, not that really matters for generating a terrain marker. Um, friendly characters with the Black Lantern Core keyword. He's a giant. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> Occupying or adjacent to any friendly grave terrain markers may heal past their starting lines if healed by a character with the Black Lantern Core keyword. And then, when an opposing character is KO'd after resolutions, heal a friendly character with the Black Lantern Core keyword two clicks. So, um, he's your one-stop shop for hindering markers. Yep. Uh, grave hindering markers, and uh, also he can heal all of your Black Lanterns to full. This figure hey, is very, very good. Do you remember how you weren't like we were talking about that one Black Lantern chase that you weren't sure about, like why everybody was so hyped about it? And I yeah. said Necron, him being a giant I mean, is sure. kind of the reason. The giant helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. This figure, when I first read this figure, and then it was like, oh, Scott Porter has the Black Lantern keyword. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah, so yep. if you're playing an actual Black Lantern theme team, then you can, or or a non-themed team, up to you, then you can have Black Shirt Scott Porter as a Black Lantern. Yep. And Black Shirt Scott Porter heals somebody one click every turn uh, just by default, um, and then also has traded support. So, and then you can also just play White great. Short Porter with a free and then, Indigo with, ring. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you can have two Scott Porters with support that can heal your Black Lanterns, so all of your Black Lanterns can get to top click pretty easily without actually killing anything. And then if you do kill things, you get the nice bonus of... So another dumb thing about Necron, he is not unique. 
and his traits stack. So if you want to be a madman and play two of him, every time something dies, you're healing four. So like theoretically, let's say, let's say in a random sealed game, you pulled two of him. Um, Yeah, you're just healing five clicks every time you attack someone. You're playing, you say you kill a bystander, kill a construct, kill two clicks, kill anything. It's not a standard character. This is just constant healing. He's also 40 points for I2 hindering a giant sidestep prop. Yeah. I can see so many teams just throwing this guy on there, putting a marker in his square, and just being like, oh, you attacked me? Okay, well, now I'm at top click for 40 points. Especially in pulp, right? Like, this figure just goes on any pulp team that isn't themed, And any team Mm -hmm. that isn't playing this in pulp, I think, is just wrong. Unless they're themed and trying to be specifically, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not Uh, going on my Gotham City of the World. (laughs) (laughs) Sadly. True, true. But yeah, I mean, this is this is this is the figure that makes constructed Black Lantern core teams function. So yep. uh, yeah, this figure will see a lot of play. Uh, please don't make and any also, cheating. And also, I forgot the implied X Men keyword in his keyword list. So yep, that yep. Uh, that is relevant. Yeah. You know, the figure is good, but that's the last thing we mentioned. <laughs> Does Contu require you to be standard? That is a good question. Um, it's a very good question. No, it just says another friendly character. So if you were looking at maybe healing him, yeah. Contru's really good on him. Yeah, because as soon as he's off of the prob, he gets probs. Yeah, and he's a giant nice. that can have stealth that can make his own hindering. True. Yeah. <laughs> yep, not bad. And, and that's super relevant with all the Carnage Surfers running around. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of things that can heal past their starting line in modern right now. I think it's too much. It's it's I don't like too it. out of control. It is it is too many for it's sure. Blow, it's really like three hundred points. Are, it, it's no team is really three hundred points anymore. Yeah. Yeah. My most annoying thing in this game to me is just stuff that's just like I'm incredibly hard to kill, and it's like okay, that's most of modern, if not all of it, right now. It's my team the most annoying today. thing is you get for free. Yeah. yeah. My team today was ten main force figures, an absorbing man, a scrappy doo, and a war machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So plus, plus constructs that you get plus to make. Plus the fourteen for your constructs you can make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just absurd. Yeah. Um. All right. And then we have the best pulp figure from this set, Poison Ivy. I is gonna um, be the queen of pulp. So she has the same, like, make a free attack if somebody attacked her or somebody with the Gotham City Underworld, and then instead of Poison Ivy, it's Harley Quinn for modifying her attack and damage by plus one. She can also, for free, generate a bystander that is a, uh, I I would say, eight attack, but it has Batman enemy, so really it's no weapon attack. (laughs) Flurry exploit figure with two damage. Um, And that is bonkers. And it's uh, not really two damage either because she has empower. Yeah. Yep. So she has two point lines. I think even in constructed you're playing her at eighty. I, I could agree. be wrong, but no, I agree. No, that makes sense. No, you definitely are. Yeah. The stealth plus empower are both really important because her generating a thorn bystander is an attack power. So if you let an opponent outwit that, then she's pretty useless. So having stealth to avoid that is pretty nice. Also, uh, like just getting your your attack power, like you get poisoned on the fifty point line, and like now you're just sure, and you don't have the attack power anymore. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd play her at eighty for sure. Uh, this fig- and and 
a trait we haven't even mentioned yet. <laughs> the first time she would be KO'd, instead turn her to click number nine and KO any number of friendly thorn bystanders. Heal her one click for each thorn bystander KO'd this way. So if you have at least one thorn bystander, she doesn't die. Um, yes. Which is pretty nice. And you probably only want to KO one even if you have multiple, because uh, yep. it gets it, you back you to the bystander power. Yeah. Um, so one thing to keep in mind when you're playing this in pulp, you should probably just generate a thorn bystander like in your starting area before you leave yes. your starting area yes. and just leave it there. That was what I was planning on doing, yeah. Yeah, because you have a max four and you're just not going to be generating four near your opponent. There's, yeah, there's really, no they're way. They're going to be dead or she's going to be dead. Exactly. Like your opponent isn't can't leave them around because they're normal sized characters they have to break away from. So they have to like poison them or kill them or whatever. Yeah. They can't just leave them sitting there. Yeah. Um, one thing to keep in mind when facing a poison ivy Hit her to click five, six, or seven, and then never touch her again. Yes. Or pulse wave her. Sure. Yep. To death, you mean? So she no, hit her down to yeah, yeah. If you get her to like click eight or seven, and blue marble can then just pulse wave her and kill her. Yeah, yep. resurrection is a protected pulse wave, so she can just die to it. Yeah, and that seems fair here. Um, this is a figure that is good enough that I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it in modern constructed at some point. Yeah, I don't like think a... it's one of the best figures in Modern Constructed, but no. I would be incredibly unsurprised to see it there. Dropship's lost I mean, uh, Maggot, but yeah. like she's not Maggot, but she's still really good. Yep. Also, for what it's I worth, mean, another Herald Conchu. To the thing, so yeah. Yeah, another Herald. Yeah, I mean, sticking some prob on here, pretty nice. <laughs> Herald keyword is just pretty good. It, like, yes. Yeah. All the lantern. All the ring bearers are heralds, so yeah. you can is build she, a herald theme team. Is she easily. unique? No, I no. don't think so. Huh. You can play multiple if you want. That doesn't sound bad. Yeah. Remember She's when bystanders were costed actions? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we have another figure in this set that doesn't have this generate them as free so you can do it after being carried problem so i don't really know i mean this poison as a rare this is just insane yeah. i'm so, i'm shocked this isn't a super rare it's super nice to see like figures like necron and poison ivy below super rare yeah sculpt is also really good yeah Agreed. fantastic um all right and then we have black adam uh this is a figure that we'll see play in pulp uh he is very, very hard to kill because he's power cosmic with invincible for his first few clicks. And if you ever hit him, the person hitting him takes two damage and every other friendly character to them within three squares takes one. So uh, pretty hard to ever hit him. Yep. I honestly don't really know. Are we going to talk about Jokester? Oh, I think we should just, I, I mean, we haven't oh, we're, talked we're about any of the super rares, so I think we should not skip any of the super rares. Even yeah, we should just go through them. Then. Um, That's, we, yeah, just, okay. we haven't talked about any of them. Okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, we yeah, so that's the last rare. Uh, so that's everything for pulp. Um, the big hits for pulp are Necron and Poison Ivy, and then also some great goons uh, and Lex Luthor and Harley if you're playing a, a theme team. Yep, and, and some other reasonable stuff. Like this is a great pulp set. Yeah, yeah, this set is changing pulp a lot. For sure. Yeah, that plus rotation means pulp is sort of a completely different format. It'll be interesting to see whether it'll be a fun one. <laughs> All right. We have the super rare, the Joker. 
Uh, he's charged plasticity when an opposing character within range is knocked back after resolutions you can place him adjacent. He has poison whenever Joker uses it, character is occupying or adjacent to a friendly smoke terrain marker considered adjacent. At the beginning of the game, generate two smoke terrains and markers in any square. If you aren't the first player, generate four instead. And then an attack power on alternate clicks, which you will probably never see because they're not the one he starts on which is Blades cause fangs when he uses it after resolutions, heal him equal to half the results or place him up to two squares away. Yeah. Uh, this figure's fine. The, the smoke Spend. markers need you then six of them for the adjacency thing. You skip that. The ah, best part right. of this figure Spend, is a trait yes. called you get what you deserve. True. Yeah. And um, pants on your grave. Yep. Good trait names. I, Very uh, thematic names. I'm I really that. wish that uh, this character and Molly Man existed together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah this character's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's probably not going to see much play, but... Sidestep Underworld is fine. He's, like, one. he's an X-Men. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have Jokester, who's Gotham City, Gotham City Underworld, and Celebrity. He's a wild card. He has, This is the prime version of the for previous Joker. He has Perplex. Jokester can use Perplex up to three times per turn, but can't target the same character with it more than once. He has prob when an opposing character rerolls a die or replaces a die in a roll. After resolutions, give them an action token, and if you can't, deal them one penetrating. So, um, if you give this guy the Sinestra Ring, he can minus two, three opposing characters, which is yep. pretty good. Uh, he is only four range, and he doesn't have any improved targeting, so it might be a little difficult to get that, <laughs> the, the line of fire to do that. But, uh, I mean, if your opponent has, like, three attackers and that you can minus two to attack to or whatever, then yeah. can really hinder what they're trying to do. Um, and then the uh, whenever somebody rerolls a die or replaces a die, give them an action token is pretty powerful. Yeah, I mean we're gonna see a lot of rerolls and replaces and stuff. You know, Scott Porter is very popular right now. That's constantly toking him up. Um, he's just a very good utility piece. I mean, he's triple perplex outwit prob uh, decently. He's a decent tie-up piece. Um, he does kind of just die to outwit or other stuff. He's not the best, but he's definitely a figure that you can have kind of as a back of the support or kind of throw him in and just mess up a team with Perplex. Um, he's just a very annoying figure. Yeah, definitely he's an like annoying. He's almost disruptive. there. Like he, yeah. You can definitely see why he's a prime, but like there's... God, I wish he had a detective really keyword. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really steep prime composition, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, there are two problems with this figure. One of them is that he has a ton of competition in the prime slot, and the other one is that his dial just isn't very good. Yeah. Like, he has all three support power. Like, his two traits are incredible, but the actual powers and stats on his dial are just fine. So, yeah. I Actually, you can play him with Misty Knight, and then he'll have the detective keyword. <laughs> yeah, but I'd have to play Misty Knight. Rude. <laughs> Unfortunate. Uh. All right, we have super rare, super rare Wonder Woman, who is Amazon Justice League Deity Warrior X-Men. Um, when she chaos it as a character, give her a regime token, free remove a regime token from Wonder Woman if you do remove an action token from her and heal her a click. So if she's KOing things, she just gets to keep going. Uh, she's blades. When she uses it, the D6 rolls less than her printed damage. The damage dealt is penetrating. And a, a stop click on her last click with impervious and super senses in it. I've, this I've is a really fun person. I realize that you just carry it in power with her, and then she does six damage, and you don't need to worry about I was, was going to say, I hate powers like this. This is just all around a bad power. There is no benefit to this power other than you can use blades. 
Like this is I I I just I don't like it when it's if you fail doing the thing that any other figure can succeed doing, then you get a bonus. And for 150, it's like I'll just do the five. Well, yeah, for I mean, you could like, that. But that that is five is less than three, or five is more than three. So if they have like impervious or potentially even zero, I would rather take the four penetrating than five damage on an impervious. No, that that's understandable. It's just I just don't like the philosophy of powers like this. No, yeah. that's fair. I don't think this character is very good. No, this this character is not good. But that's just my gripe with it. I'm uh, very happy this character is also a lot worse because all of the Wonder Woman equipment <laughs> rotated. Yeah. yeah, even with well, it's like, so funny because the Wonder Woman equipment was like the perfect thing to make her feel like the video game because she literally had like a stance change. With yeah, her neck and, exactly. And, and it actually felt perfect. Like, and then they retired it. So for for those who don't know, this Wonder Woman and the next Super Superman are both from the Injustice uh, storylines. I did not know that. That's awesome. Yes, they're from the video game slash. How did you not know that? I don't know. I've only played Injustice like. Once and it was like maybe ten years ago. I read yeah. regime token and I assumed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of their excuse yeah. of like this is an all villain set and here's our fourth Superman, but he's also evil. <laughs> True. At least he's not as bad as the comet. No. At all least right. the Superman the super is not as bad as the common. <laughs> yep. So we have Superman. He deals penetrating damage as a trait. He has the Sinastro Core keyword, so he gets a ring. Uh, I have listed all of the things that are good about this Superman, so we will continue to read. Yeah, well, so he, the thing is that um, the Weaponer uh, costs ten times less than this. Yeah, <laughs> quite that literally, yeah. He's charged, and when, an, uh, and when another friendly character is damaged, you can place Superman adjacent to him, and then he gets immune, which is nice, and then he has leadership that can rim an action token from himself and have everybody else get plus one attack. He's also 150 points. Yeah, and he, I, I don't it. see how he wasn't like 200 with cosmic energy or something. Like honestly, you could uh, you could have like, made it. Like, they had to bring in Superman from another universe. Like, like you you could have given this dial cosmic energy and still left it at 150. Yeah, yeah. you could you could have changed nothing given cosmic energy. It still wouldn't be that good. But like, man, yeah, the immune thing is really good in sealed. But yeah. Oh yeah, this figure is a bomb in sealed. If it didn't say buy an attack where you could like trigger sure. it off of mystics, mystics. broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then that'd be real good. Yeah. yeah, you could then you could literally just run across the map, get something mystic to put him next to them, and then charge in and and he has him immune. Up well immune. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, if you could guarantee that he had immune every turn, he would be very good. But uh you can't really. Because they're yeah, just if you be could... attacking him instead of other friendly characters. So Yeah, if you could have a fully invincible Weird. character, it'd be pretty good. We We're have the, a lot of on characters that aren't good. <laughs> we have the two two faces. Uh, they are the same character, but their dial is backwards. Um, one of them is much, much better than the other, and that's the one that is running shot with energy explosion, energy shield, and prob. Uh, and uh, the other one just gets worse stats and outwit blade stealth for some reason. Um, so I would much, much rather have this one. Uh, you can replace him with the other one uh, when you, it, sorry, you can't, if you flip a coin, you if get heads, 
you can modify his combat values plus one. Otherwise, you have to replace him with the other one or deal him one unavoidable. And then the really weird, interesting thing about him, which is when Two-Face makes an attack with a single target, instead of rolling 2d6, you can flip a coin. On heads, the attack is a critical hit, and on tails, the attack is a critical miss. Yeah. That's it's cool, all 50-50. Depending on if you are Devin or Adam and have attack uh, total math memorized. Yeah, I mean... It's always this, a 50-50. If this was a meta where everybody was making their defense values 25 or something, then sure, this figure could see play. This is instead a meta where everybody is giving all of their figures three rollouts. So this doesn't do that It much. does get around super senses. And yeah, that's true. 50% yeah. chance of getting around super senses. Right, but it's still 50 points. Even 50 points, 50-50 that you don't get the plus ones, so... 50 for 11-3 is not good enough. And it has been ruled that flipping a coin is not rolling a dice, so you cannot re-roll it with Scott Porter. Yeah. Which is worth knowing. But you can just roll a dice and say evens and odds. That is is allowed. You don't have to find a literal coin. I'm not going to have coins with me. I'm a millennial. Yeah, exactly. Who has coins anymore? I mean, I get, I get coins occasionally, but I get rid of them as quickly as I can, so... Yeah, and, like, rules-wise, you can just roll a single d6. It's the same odds yeah, of a exactly. coin flip. So, like, just do odds or evens on the on the die. That's what we do in Pokemon. It's yep. also, uh, it's the same odds as 2d6. It's the odds as 12 d- d20s. It's all 50-50. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There you is just no have to, uh, It's just 50-50. Yeah, you just have to find something that's 50-50, and you're fine. Yeah. Super right. rare Harley Quinn. Yeah, first, an actual good figure. Yeah. An amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. figure. So this is one of the figures in this set that has these traits that say if you were the first player or if you were not the first player, which are weird. <laughs> Especially with um, your opponent sometimes like getting to choose whether you're the first player. So like you can lose the role and still get this trait, which is yeah. interesting. Uh, okay, so this one is if you were the first player when an opposing character is damaged by a friendly character's attack after resolutions deal them one unavoidable damage, and if they're not KO'd, heal them one click. Uh, we've seen this trait before on, like, deaths and stuff. Justice um, Lords, yeah. Yeah, death and justice, yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, it's just all of your characters have one more damage as long as they kill things, which is it is an interesting one. And also it gets and it, in, like, double tap things. It gets through stop clicks very easily. It's so good against and against you can also play stuff like the death terror. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, gets so through against, a uh, lot of hard-to-kill figures very easily. Yeah, against those kinds of things. All right, we also have unique modifier, and if a, if an opponent's force has more characters than yours, friendly characters modify attack and damage plus one. That's so Devin can huge. never get that effect. No, I, yeah. I only build teams with ten figures on them, apparently, yep. so it's impossible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so she's just basically rewarding you for a little more tight team building, um, just all around amazing. And that's just her trait. For 25 yep. points, she's a sidestep with a damage power of Empower Support. She's also Quake. And um, Underworld. Underworld. Yep. Uh, just all around, 25 and points. Batman enemy. Batman enemy, Which yeah. Is probably not a ton attack either. True. And having that option for other wild cards is very good. Um, yep. Yeah, she's just Sick all around an lot. amazing support figure. Like, I'm already she's building this She's also, like, almost good enough at her high points. I was like, about to say, do you ever consider her at 65? She's so close. I think it's like 
Yeah. I, somebody, I, I had a conversation at Worlds where somebody was trying to convince me. I'm like, I don't know. It's just almost. The from, four range. The four, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. That's, that's the downside of it. If it was even five, I'd consider it maybe. But four range EE. It's a very good power. It's knockback energy explosion and deals panda monsters. But which, which is also a prob. Yeah. And also, I guess technically, if you do player at full points, you are therefore having to play less figures, so you get to proc retreat more often. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I yeah. don't know exactly how you play this. She would probably be good with like I don't know a couple of poison ivies at eighty. I I'm looking at her with prep Spider Man. She's yeah, yeah, very good on that scenario. He's back oh, to dealing like seven you, damage a hit. You yeah. just you're just replacing the necrosword knockback with uh, her yep, trait. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's Love like it. yeah, I'm I'm randomly at twelve five. It steals in another affordable. It's great. Nice. Yeah, she's very interesting. Uh, I definitely think she'll see play. Um, whether she'll, her biggest problem is keywords. She just doesn't really have any good ones. Yeah. So you are you're playing her on a scientist. Problem on underworld is is not nothing. Yep. It's not nothing. It's not a ton. I think this is probably okay. my most excited figure from this set. I am just yeah, I'll be so really many interested to see how building mother goes. Yeah. What do you mean? What about the Hal Jordan, who's so good? Listen, listen. We'll get to him. Oh, sorry. I meant to say as good as Hal Jordan deserves. <laughs> All um, right. Then we have yeah. Super Rare Poison Ivy, which I'm just going to let you talk about, Jackson, because you're much more excited about this figure than I am. So this figure is good situationally i don't think we're in a meta where she's currently that good but she has a trait um for all characters with this trait when a character is given an action if an opposing terrain marker was destroyed during that action after resolution score five victory points and generate a plant hindering to marker and a square of destroyed marker and then that modifies defense plus two instead of one when it uh, hinders on a fire it's basically just a figure that if we're ever in a scenario again of just omega barrier you can't get to me strats you can just play a poison ivy and just get points while not having to basically play an unwinnable matchup or a team that's so boxed in, you basically can't get to it. Uh, it's just a backup for getting into that. Um, and she, by herself for 25, she's barrier, stealth, plasticity, and then she gives plus one defense if you're next to one of her terrain markers. Um, she's not the best, not nearly as good as Harley, but she's a great option to just have. Uh, and I, I like her pretty much. She's a herald. She is a herald, yeah. Um, can I also just say that, like, you guys didn't have me talk about this figure. This figure won me top 16 in Worlds. True, true. No, yeah, true. <laughs> By five points. Yeah. Yeah, no, she was fine. She was yep. barrier and sealed, but, yeah, I, I don't know if she's going to see meta play. Um, the funny thing about her is that her best keyword is Herald. But if there's yeah. one thing you don't need on a Herald team, it's more barrier. Yeah. True. <laughs> Also, also, like, thematically, her and Harley are both from Deceased, and I'm, like, really happy that they're not just the chases from the set are in there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, cool figure. Uh, I can't see her seeing much play right now, but we'll see. No. Maybe, she, maybe she's a back pocket figure that will definitely be helpful at some point. Yeah. All right, and then we have King Shark. Uh, he has regeneration as free if he's KO'd an opposing character or destroyed an opposing terrain marker this turn. He has Battle Fury, but only if a character has been damaged since your last turn. When he destroys blocking terrain, you can generate water terrain. 
he has charge and plasticity and then hypersonic speed, but only if he's in water terrain. And then he can use flurry as free instead of making an attack if he has that hypersonic speed. So the difference between this character in water terrain and not in water terrain is huge. <laughs> yeah, he's a really bad figure when he's not in water terrain. Uh-huh. You really hope you win map and go to Atlantis. Like you're just praying for that. Yeah. He also does get to generate it when he destroys blocking train. So it's not that hard to generate it on turn one and then yeah. stand in it. But yeah, I would... It's really, really hard to talk about this character in any kind of excitement when you know what the next character is, and it's just the better version of him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this character has animal. There are probably just better animals, and you won't end up playing this. Um, But he's cool. Yeah, like the next character. Well, he's not animal. Yeah, he is. Oh, he is. is. Just the first keyword. Camo is an animal. Okay. So, yeah, we have the prime version of King Shark. It's Camo, who is animal, deity, monster, and ruler, and X-Men. Uh, he has Blades, Claws, Fang, Steel, Energy. When he moves, before moving, you can place him adjacent to a friendly character within four squares. Beginning of your turn, generate a Shark Bystander, which is a nice 8, 11, 17, 3 Blades, and if it doesn't occupy water terrain at the end of your turn, KO it. And uh, you can free action, move a friendly bystander up to its speed value, and if it has the swim symbol on speed then it can make an attack which his shark obviously does um and then he himself uh is a 10 12 19 5 on top click with exploit charge super strength invincible he has improved movement for both elevated and destroys blocking and move through and then has two stop clicks at the end of his dial that have shape change on the click with stop impervious super senses so pretty difficult to kill um, himself makes some totally reasonable attacks, and also pretty much every turn should be making two extra attacks from his bystander that are 11-3 blades. Yep. Yeah. And he's, he's cosmic energy, so he's, un- he's unoutwittable. Mm-hmm. He gets to get out of adjacency whenever he wants when he goes to the charge. Um, yeah, just makes a shark and poofs to it. He's just like, nope. Um, so he gets around stop signs, too. Like It's really hard to, to hold him down three bolts like this character is so good and you know he's better than the other one because he has a crown (laughs) he got a crown on his head yeah maybe not quite as much of an offensive force as spider-man is but uh and is 30 points more expensive but has the benefit of being able to be put on the x-men and having blades (laughs) yep yep also just the traded blades helps a lot when you throw an apocalypse on the build like exactly very helpful unoutwittable blades yep yep he potentially has four rollouts on his last click. Pretty good. Yeah, very hard to kill him once he gets down to his stop clicks, which is... Yeah, and then the flurry with traded steel energy when he's on the stop clicks, like, such such a miserable character. Yeah, you have him. to kill him. And then you're playing X-Men theme, so you're probably playing Scott Porters, so if you leave him alive, then even if he misses his attacks, he's getting healed off by the black shirt Scott Porters. So. Yep. Lots of stuff going on here. Um Obviously, if you can hit him to his stop clicks and then Cosmo away in, impervious and knock him back into a wall twice, he'll die. But uh, not every team can do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Catwoman? Catwoman? Yeah. I don't think uh, he ever sees play. Yeah. Is anyone no. interested enough in Catwoman to say a ton about her? She I is... think... I, I don't know. I feel like... There has to be something, like, I don't know. I love the idea of giving her mystics, and, like, I don't know. Right, but when are you ever attacking this figure? Like, any game. Right, like, so even Spider-Man, I don't know if I would. 
Right. So the problem is that like with any young guy team, like she, why doesn't she start with charge? Like for ninety points, yeah. like it's yeah. just ridiculous. Just just to like, say what she does, she has a trait that Catwoman takes <laughs> a maximum of one damage from effects. That is just everything. Uh, and then when she is damaged, generate a cat bystander. The cat bystander is just like a six seven sixteen one. That's like super senses by an enemy. Uh, can't be Joseph or Mastermind are healed. So yeah, she just takes nine instances of being damaged to actually die. Uh, but she's just so ignorable. So it's just yeah. Like, I also like the fact that they didn't uh, warrant giving that trait protected pulse wave. Yeah. So I mean, get, like, yeah, that relevant against crit pulse. There wave. are there are some characters that get to do full damage pulse waves. Relevant against Prime Nimrod and no one else. Superman. He's Superman. Yeah. Yeah. No, not you. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, a few people who technically do it. Um, yeah, I mean, maximum one damage is always interesting, but also people overvalue it when the figure doesn't do anything, and I don't. And think I think that if anything. the cat was better, there would be some justification. Sure. But the cat is terrible. I really wish the cat had blades. It makes so much sense and just be fun. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that would work, but uh, one damage is... other figures instead. Yeah. Yeah. Not very much damage. Okay, we have the Penguin, who's actually very good. very good. Uh, I like Penguin yeah. a lot. So this is a team player 40-point figure with Batman enemy as well. Uh, once per turn when a character uses Expandable Goon, you can roll a d6. Sure. At the beginning of the game, if you're not the first player, generate two Expandable Goons. That's cool. Uh, again, unreliable. Yeah. You have to both win and decide that you don't need to be first player in the matchup <laughs> to uh, to get this, because your opponent is presumably not really giving it to you very much. Um, right, then they're giving you something else instead, which is still good. This also does, like, it's a way to build to basically yeah. tell your opponent, like, hey, I'm going first, and if not, I'm just better. Yep. Okay, but the real the power that makes people really interested in this figure is Trick Umbrellas as attack power. Free, choose an effect for him or an adjacent friendly character to use until your next turn. Poison, smoke that is free, but only to generate three markers. Blades, Claws, Fangs, Precision Strike, or Energy Explosion, Knockback. All right, I'm going to say it. Oh my god, Devin, we can get Phoenix Sentinel Knockback and Energy Explosion. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, there is the problem of Mad Jim existing and being able to put pumpkin bombs on him for five sure. less points than this. So you probably don't end up actually doing that very frequently, but it would be fun. No, it's really fun. It's probably not that good, but like theoretically being able to do like nine to an entire team off of Energy Explosion is pretty nice. Is just, there a relevant character to give blades to? Like, that you would want to give blades to? Not I mean, really. Yeah. Not with X-Men. Yeah, I mean, he has the brute keyword. He has brute. He's an X-Man. No, it's warrior, monster... And brute. And brute. Oh, it is brute. Oh, okay, yeah, never mind. he's an X-Men. Why is he a brute? He's a... <laughs> because he has to be an X-Generics. He has the Lagoon trait. What do you mean? Yeah, it makes sense. He bought his way onto the X-Men. Yeah. Just like Kingpin. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. So this figure does some really potentially interesting stuff. Uh, we'll see whether he ends up doing enough to to see much play. But uh, he also flies, which is flies. hilarious. Yeah. Leadership too. Like. Yeah. Yep. Leadership. You're not usually lacking for leadership on your X Men builds, but. Uh, no. Truth. No, that's fair. And also, like, there is probably a merit in giving free smoke cloud to people too. Like, he just mm -hmm. he's he's such a toolbox utility. Yeah, yeah the difference. Yeah, I mean, being able to give poison 
or blades to like a random thing you generated could be really good. Yep. Yeah, your opponent gets in your face and you're just like, okay, poison exists now and you're taking damage. Yeah. And, you know, blade, the ability to pick blades plus mastermind means he's not the easiest to kill if you're playing him on an X-Men team. Yeah. Like, just stand next to your Apoch and Genesis and what are they doing? That's so stupid. Just mastermind to Apocalypse. Perfect. That makes sense. That's it. Oh, yeah. Just try to hit your parry, fail, mastermind, try to hit his parry. Great. Easy. Frank yep. the Plant has the best trade of all time. I will Frank, not accept no, any Frank. argument. Yeah, Frank, so we have no, Frank, Frank the Plant, who has very few keywords. He's just Arkham City, Gotham City, Underworld, Arkham Asylum, Gotham City, Underworld. Um, he can be carried as if he had Tiny, and he can be given non-free actions after being carried, which is nice. He has Blades, and when he KOs an opposing character after resolutions, turn him to click one. Note, you don't really want to do this. His click one is much worse than the rest of his clicks. No. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like one of the craziest traits and like oh what do you do after being carried you can smoke cloud yeah as so, a cost action so there but are the problems if he had literally anything it would be a, a bust exactly so. like yeah so there are things you can do with this figure friends. like you can give him equipment you can put him in the lava on turn one and then carry him up on turn two um but i still don't think he's that good no Oh, and then test positively with audiences. Yeah. And he gets. <laughs> you, I love how I mentioned the trait. You, you essentially skip the name of the trait. So the trait's called Someone Carry My Pot. It's, it's amazing. Good. Yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah. He just doesn't quite do it. Why doesn't he have at least a printed three to start? Like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, putting him in lava is fine. If he had flurry on click two. Then sure. Yeah. It just takes two turns and then he's a fifty point. Yeah, he's just it's too much. No. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah, th- okay. they realized how powerful the trait was and made him very weak to yeah. accord with that. Which you is like reasonable. Not Sam Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Even if ID cards were actually he's fifty points. He would be pretty good with ID cards. He'd be pretty good with ID cards. I thought he was yeah. 40 for a second and was like, ah, he's too few points. But no, 50 is not bad. Um, unfortunately, they're banned in every format, so it doesn't matter. Gervis yeah. Tetch. Yeah, so we have two figures in the next two that people are interested in. So I'm interested to see whether you guys think they're good. I this think will be the first time I'm okay. reading them. This, this okay, figure so. is awful because hashtag unerratic Gervis Tetch. I want to play a Gotham Giddy theme team. Oh god. <laughs> Why do the Gotham Gritty? Yeah, I'll play the Gotham right. Gritty theme team. So this figure is mind control. When he uses it, he can target characters with a control chip token regardless of line of fire, and after resolutions give each hit character a control chip token. He has six range, three targets for his yep. mind control. That's pretty good already. At That's the beginning good. of the game, if you were not the first player, choose up to two opposing characters and give them a control chip token. Not bad. Your opponent's never letting you do that. Yep. This is the problem, yes. But, uh, this, again, this does just basically say, hey, I get to go first this game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, unique modifier, opposing characters with one or more control chip tokens modify attack and damage minus one. This is why your opponent is never letting you do this. Uh, and when an opposing character attacks and hits all targets after resolutions, remove the control chip token from that character. Um, but presumably at that point, they're close enough to you that it doesn't yeah. really matter. 
you can shoot them anyway. <laughs> I'm, yep. um, yeah, so note that it says opposing. So, hold on. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's opposing with it. So when you might control them, they are not opposing, so it will not affect them. I mean, they'll have the token, but it will do one right. I am, I, I'm going to say, like, yes, this, the, the trait says, like, I just get to go first, but you can go first. You, you're really playing a 245-point team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, the modify and attack and damage minus one is fine, but most teams just have enough perplex and enhancement and stuff. But is... Like, Okay, so you're giving... Your opponent's playing two Carnage Surfers, and you've given them both minus one attack and damage. Oh, no. They're playing a Scott Porter and a Scott Crampton. Now they're only attacking at 12 and four. Like, yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. Really, Unless you're, you actually win the initiative roll and choose to go first, you're not playing on your map, when are you ever giving somebody a chip token? You're yeah, never you definitely have to win. And he doesn't have fantastic uh, keywords, so. No, no, he's likely. he's just too uh, appropriately costed. If he was like forty, yeah. maybe. But... Sure. Yeah, thirty points, great. I'm in. But and then an outwit and any any relevant attacker in the game right now just kills him. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, I don't think he's that good. But uh, he does some interesting no, things. Quite. Just boy, man. Yeah, Toy what Man is, is another figure people are interested in, and I am not sure about. So let's read him. He's uh, not. I don't even think he's as good. So this is a sixty-point. I also think he's worse than Jervis Touch, but we'll, we'll read him. He's a sixty-point character. He has mind control when he uses it to target an opposing character with the armor or robot keyword. They can be given a second attack. That's cool. There aren't that many of those at the beginning of the game. If you weren't the first player, you may unequip an equipment from an opposing character and equip it to Toy Man. And then he has a damage power of Empower Enhancement when he uses either friendly characters that started the game on your opponent's force or considered adjacent to him. So when you mind control somebody, they get to use the Empower Enhancement. And then he has uh, improved targeting characters and five range two targets. Um, All right, I'm going to be the one that says so he has, this he character would have been really good before rotation. Yep. This character mind controlling to... Saki would have been great. Yep. Yeah, both mind controlling Saki and stealing Necrosword would have been pretty good use cases for this character. Saki gets to go 12 for 5 twice while he's mind controlled? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just so expensive. Just to take a Necrosword or something? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, I mean the problem with this character is that he's 60 points, and really most of what he's doing is uh, stealing one of your opponent's 10 point equipment. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah. Okay, we have Kite Man. Uh, I've heard people talk that they love Kite Man. Yeah, this figure has also gotten some hype, and honestly, I haven't read him, so let's read him. Uh, Other friendly characters with the Gotham City Underworld keyword within four squares can use Mastermind to target Kite Man. Uh, I don't know how many characters that is realistically, so I don't know how relevant that is. Um, Other friendly characters that share a keyword with Kite Man have Flight. If they're outdoors, that's cool, but his only keywords are Arkham City or Arkham Asylum and Gotham City Underworld. So not that many figures. And then he has charge when he moves in a direct path, modify his attack and damage plus one for every two squares moved through. Um, by default, he uh, has an eight movement. So you, you skipped that's... a very important part of his trait. Oh. It's within four, can use mastermind to choose Kiteman regardless of adjacency. Yeah. So, but they have if you're keyword. True. Um, he's very situational on Gotham City Underworld. It's it's looking like it can be a keyword, um, potentially okay. in modern. Maybe I'm just underestimating the keyword. Yeah. If it is, then this is just, you know, it's an auto-include. It's sure, very I mean, helpful. You definitely play him on that theme team. Yeah, because yeah. Kite's I mean, it has Ivy. Like... 
And yeah. he's uh, an 11-3 at 25 points when he charges if he gets to charge four squares. So it's not bad. He's at 12-4, I think. Oh, it count. I forgot it. Said, uh, I yeah. didn't finish reading it. It says this counts both the square he starts in and yeah. ends in. So, yeah. and, you're gonna, and you're going to Batman ally him up to, or Batman enemy him up to 11 attack. Sure. And Scott Porter, yeah. So he's like a 15 for four. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, I mean, the biggest question to me is, is Gotham City Underworld a playable keyword? Because I don't really see him seeing play outside of that keyword. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. There's definitely a bunch of reasonable things. The problem to me is just that none of the best figures in modern are Gotham City Underworld. And I yeah. never want to be playing a team that doesn't include any of the best figures. A, a lot of <laughs> decent figures are Gotham City Underworld, yeah. which is not not what you want. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of good. So there's a lot of good support in the keyword. But yeah. where's the actual? <laughs> but guys, kites are cr pretty crucial. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ah, go fly a kite. Hell yeah, yeah, I mean, giving flying to your old team is yes. great too. If you're outside specifically, so you do actually have to, you know. Now I have Mary Poppins stuck in my head. <laughs> um, we have Metallo. Uh, Jay, you played this figure. Tell us about it. Um, I played him in sealed heaven. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't he think he's a, for construction. He has the standard powers: running shot, psychic blast, and range combat expert, which will all work together. Uh, and that's yep. about it. I mean. Yeah, I actually played his trait wrong. Uh, it's willpower. When one or more action tokens are removed from Metallo after resolutions, you may give an action token to an adjacent opposing character or an opposing character that has the Kryptonian gear within range. I thought this was only for willpower for some reason, so I never did it when he cleared. Oh, yep. that's unfortunate. Um, yeah. And then he has two powers that he only has on his last click because they're stopped related to stop impervious, remove all action tokens from him. Uh, and then Pulse Wave, when he's in hits, he can do damage dealt increased for each token on targets, but and then it kills them. But like, yeah, it's that's, that's he's he's expensive and uh, sucks. Why does he KO himself? That's so useless and stupid. He should heal off of it or something. Yeah, I, he's a I, lot I, of I was gonna jokingly say we should skip him, but then Devin put me on the spot. So uh. also, like, why? So his his attack power wants him to have action tokens, and then his defense power clears all his action tokens. I don't care enough yeah. about this character to actually read it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this figure is just not very good, unfortunately. No. Yeah. Golden right. Glider is sweet, though. Golden Glider yeah, she is, is actually good. Uh, all right, so we have a movement power. of. Uh, she's a wild card. Um, she has only Gotham City Underworld, really. Uh, she has hypersonic speed, unique modifier when she removes through an opposing character, modify that character's attack minus one until your next turn. Why this needed to be unique? I get, oh no, I get why it needs to be a unique modifier, right? So she can't just move back and forth through the same character for yeah. yep. multiple times? Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um, when she makes a close attack, she can choose to target all adjacent opposing characters. And then she has Blades, Claws, and Fangs, but may use it if targeting multiple characters and rolls a separate D6 for each hit character. And then she has Super Senses when she uses and succeeds, generate an ice blocking terrain marker within four squares, and those markers have adjacent characters must roll breakaway to move if they don't already. Um, so yeah. that attack power, a lot of people didn't realize at first. Uh, you're not targeting with bolts. There's no splitting damage. Yeah, correct. So you can just not roll Blades and deal three to everyone. Sure. Correct. Yeah. Or you could just roll blades for every target, which also Good. is reasonable. <laughs> yeah. I would rather just give her three empowers and have her deal six to everybody. I mean, sure. Yeah. 
Uh, also, it's... totally reasonable. Thirty points. She's an empower, yeah. and then she's yeah. charged with that power. So if they ever get close, and you perplex up her attack a few times, she's or she just wildcards Batman enemy and like, because she's on Gotham City Underworld, great. I mean, to be fair, at sixty, she has very bad defense. She's a seventeen ESD, yeah. but she's also eight clicks. Yeah. So, she's like, thick. yeah, she thinks. So she, you just run up hypersonic seven into a team, ignoring characters, and just basically hope you roll high. And if you do, she's dead, but it's worth it. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. At, I for feel like 30, I'd rather play her at 30, but... I'd probably yeah, no, want to play two at 30. Yeah, Definitely. exactly. That's what I was thinking. You know, she's still very good at powers. 30. Yeah, I mean, if you if Gotham City Underworld is a playable keyword, this seems like a figure that would be on it to me. I wouldn't be shocked if I saw an unthemed playing this at 30. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that attack power is just potent, and she's not costed such that she, like, needs to use it to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robin King sucks, right? And that's all we need to yeah, say about him. Honestly. Batman! Yeah, I mean, this is an assassin, and you get to equip equipment when opposing characters drop it, but you would have I, to, like, Devin, kill them. have a limited Batman. amount of time on this earth. Can we please... Yeah. <laughs> I, the one thing I'll say about this figure is during Team Steel, we're opening our boosters. I opened this and looked at both of you and said, I'm so sorry we wasted a slot on this. We wasted a super slot on a Robin King. I played a team with a bunch of assassins on it, and I did not play this figure. Because <laughs> why would you? All yeah. right, I could barely give this figure away. Black Lantern yeah. Batman is the best Black Lantern chase. Yeah, it's not even close. Um... So uh, I'll kind of go over this one. Uh, so we're not going to really look at their their full point values, but he's 40 points. Batman ally. Uh, so he has free generated a grave hindering terrain marker in Batman Square. If there's already a friendly grave marker in a square, he gets to be placed into an, any other square with a friendly grave marker. So anywhere on the map doesn't care about range, line of fire. When it's not your turn, lines of fire drawn to friendly characters through any friendly grave hindering terrain markers are blocked instead of hindered. That's really good. It's it's very good. Important to note, if you have IT hindering, it gets Correct. around this because it's never hindered in the first place. Therefore, it doesn't become blocked. Correct. So I, um, it's still very good. Yeah, but... he then has uh, for his 40 point line. So we were talking about like Black Lantern's healing. He's actually the one Black Lantern you don't want to heal yep. uh, because his movement power on his first click at 40 points is still optional. No. So you kind of have to eventually, but. Yeah. Well, no, you you just get away from the grave marker. You sidestep out of the grave marker. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you yeah. So you can't heal faster. Yeah. 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 Um, Make a marker. You sidestep two away, so you're not adjacent to it, and then you don't heal. Yeah. So he's a seven eleven eighteen three with flurry sidestep, steel energy, willpower, and a special damage power. That's outwit, and when he uses it, he can instead choose to target all opposing characters occupying any friendly grave markers. If he does, choose a color instead of a power, and they can't use the chosen color instead. Now, this is still outwit. It doesn't get around protected out or safeguard yeah. outwit, protected outwit. But so for 40 points, so you Necron is also 40 points. So say for 160 points of your build, you can play Necron and three Batman. Mm-hmm. It seems like a good start to a build. Oh, and they all have stealth and they all have that, yeah. that Grave Hindering. Like this, in my opinion, is the best Black Lantern chase. Okay. And I don't even think I don't even think it's close. Yeah. So I had never 
fully read his trait and didn't realize it said that you could place him into another one. I was like, why is everybody so excited about this outwit power? I don't understand. And then as, <laughs> as of Jackson, we're like, he can teleport across the map and flurry. And I was like, ah, yeah, yeah that'll do it. <laughs> it's literally like turn one, Necron moves, makes a grave turn marker through hindering because he's a giant seven away and they all teleport to it, outwit, then flurry. Like they said, they all they you you boop the one it sidesteps off the grave yeah. marker so the next one can come over sidestep off the grave marker so the third one can come over. Have yeah, Necron get a good power onto the team Herald or something theme. like yeah Harold theme team with Saint Walker yeah yeah Necron sure. could just carry up Saint Walker while he when he goes or Black so Lantern that, with uh, just with um, the ring we just give no, one of them the I ring mean, and have three yes that works too but I was thinking Miss Marvel Miss Marvel also because Miss Marvel can can follow Necron. Yep. And can be a Black Lantern, and that's when you actually want to heal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this figure I think is insane, and I think we, this will be a winning figure for, for quite some time. I legitimately think this needs an errata. This is actually just too good. I don't think he should ever be able to teleport. It's just like the magic. It's it's literally magic. He can quite literally, with Necron, go anywhere at any point, anytime. Yeah, it is there basically is, just the same thing. There is no limitation. Basically He's, down to the interaction with sidestep even. <laughs> yeah. If 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 this character becomes popular, we're very much back to if you go first, you have one. Like it's just yeah. we're back to it. Yep. I mean there's so many rollouts that you can't say that for sure, but other than that, agreed. <laughs> True. But I mean he gets to place outwit, then do it. So granted, obviously, cause I Yeah, I mean the Carnage Surfers are really the hard thing to kill. Very here, true. Right? Yeah, no. Right. Yeah. And um, and uh, Apox and Genesis. Is and like, be, you don't really want to heal them, but you can just heal them all to top. So now you just have three at like really long dial in your yeah, starting I mean, you area. You start by healing your, you know, Necron and uh, Miss Marvels, and then you heal the Batmans if you need to. Yeah. I, I think there will be one better Black Lantern Chase to heal, but we'll get to him soon. Yep. Because I okay. think you play, I think you play him on the team too, and it's not this next one. Yeah. No. So now we have Superman. This is the character that everybody was really excited about initially. This is a 260, which you're never playing him at, or 120 point character. Um, he has leadership. You can move an action token from him and generate a grave terrain hindering marker. Hypersonic. He can be given a close or range as free instead of making an attack. Super strength and steel energy when he uses any friendly grave terrain marker to make a close range terrain attack action. Modify his attack by plus one and increase the damage dealt by one. And then close combat expert and exploit weakness. So he has four printed damage at the start at, on his top click. So when he attacks, he is mostly going to be a 14 attacking for eight yep. with exploit. So this sounds great, and it is. The problem is, right now, the way that things survive isn't by having a really long dial, right? Yeah. Like the way that things survive attacks is that they are. Um, Either they have stop clicks or they have four rollouts. And yeah, or they have like Death Metal Wonder Woman, which is sure. the effective stop clicks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, the new pilot trait, which is an effective stop click. Like, yep. there's tons of stuff that just are like, okay, I guess you kind of killed something, but not really. Um, yeah. So, and he's like almost half your build. So you're spending half your build on this figure that like. He's over half your build because you have to play with Necron. Like, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that is 160. That's like you're, um, so really, that, you're like it's it's actually more because you need a way to heal too. Yeah, you're getting out actioned pretty hard. Is yeah. the thing. Yes, I think this character is supremely overhyped. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I this happens a lot with characters that just have great damage potential, 
but don't do anything else. I people mean, are like, he has great damage potential. It's like, well, yes, but like he doesn't do it. It's, it's the allure <laughs> of saying I'm attacking you 14 for eight. Yeah, it's it, just, which I understand. That's awesome. Yeah, but it's great. <laughs> it's he also he also just gets beat by a stop sign and two outwits. Sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because he he is not protected outwit. His damage power says his other powers are protected outwit, so it takes two outwits to do anything to him. Yeah. Yep. And you can do that before it's revealed. There is no reason that you can't just outwit that damage power and then outwit his hypersonic, even if he hasn't healed onto it yet. Yep. Yep. Or you just outwit the super strength and he literally can't get out of the barriers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, lots lots going on here. Yeah. But like, just like you can theoretically play <laughs> like play two of them like and heal. You could, but but that's still so, not good enough. Yeah, so the thing is that, like, the difference between him and, say, Spider-Man is that, like, he's doing a lot more damage with each attack than Spider-Man, but he's making one attack and Spider-Man is making three. And yep. Spider-Man is 40 less points. Like, Correct. and also, Spider-Man is honestly not harder to kill. No. Not easier to kill, I mean. Like, honestly, Spider-Man might be harder to kill than this Superman. He is, because all this figure has going for him is a 20 defense, because that's getting outwitted. So he's yeah. a 20, which isn't hard to hit. We've consistently seen people be 15s and 14 attacks. There's just like, so much stat modification right now. You have your Scott true. Porters. Like, We're, if you're playing yeah. two Scott Porters, let's just say you're playing two Scott Porters. Which you, you should be. Have, which you should be. You have you have a Perplex from the one Scott Porter. The other Scott Porter is giving your entire team plus one attack. That white shirt Scott Porter also has the Sinestro Core ring, unless you have it on somebody else on your team. So literally just between those two Scott Porters, you're minus three defense and whoever's attacking you is plus one attack. Yep. So you're a 16. Like, okay, that's not so hard to get. <laughs> if, we, if we just compare, so we're talking about Superman at 120 points. For that 120 points, I can instead play three Batmans. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would 1,000% rather play three Batmans. <laughs> Uh, Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman is garbage. Yeah, I mean, she again has the problem of, like, you just have to compare her to Batman, are, and she's worse. I'm sorry. Like, I I get it. It's not good. But are we really at a point where we could say a 45-point character that's 8 clicks that's 13-5 charge isn't good enough? Not 45 yeah. points, though. What, you're playing it with Necron, and you're healing it. So she's 80, 110 points. Okay, we can't include Necron in all of these people's points, because the only place you're playing them is on a Black Lantern. <laughs> so you're just, yeah. you just assume that sure. there's a Necron there. But it's just yeah. like, it's, it's, so it's so but hard to compare these characters on their, like, like, with her. Like, how do you compare her to Batman? Like, she's five points yeah. more than Batman. I mean, the more relevant thing to compare her to, to me, is Carnage Surfer, where she's five points cheaper and just so much worse. Yeah, you have to I'm put just... more work into making her good, and even once you've made her good, she is not nearly as good. Yeah, she has no range. She has a four movement charge. She can't be carried. Yeah. It, why did they give her Battle Fury? Like, why? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Battle Fury's great. Battle Fury's you heal off right it. now. You heal off the Battle Fury. That's why. True. <laughs> and then try to mystics yourself back to the Battle Fury so you can hit things with shape change. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I just, I, I shouldn't say she's garbage. She's just not. Yeah, as garbage isn't accurate. She's just yeah. not as good as some of the other options. Yeah. 
Um, all right, we have Aquaman. The opportunity cost is pretty steep in this game, so... You know. Yeah, exactly. I There's don't... just so much good stuff you can be playing that playing slightly suboptimal things can be very bad. Yeah. Um, all right, I don't we have hate Aquaman. I don't hate him either. Uh, he's clear squares adjacent to friendly grave terrain markers are water. Free generate a grave terrain marker into a square of water within four squares, so he sort of, like, ladders with other grave terrain markers. <laughs> yeah, he can, like, strain off them to keep making more every turn. Yeah, uh, he has bleeds and steel energy and poison when he uses it opposing characters occupying water terrain within six squares or adjacent to him. That's pretty good. Uh, and impervious, if he occupies water terrain, you can increase the result of his single d6 rolls by plus one, which is bleeds and impervious, basically, unless you're getting him an advantage or something. Um, yeah, I mean, again, has really, the Really, really good sculpt. Great sculpt has the slight problem that he has battle fury, which, again, is good because there's a lot of shape change, but is bad because you can't carry him up. Yeah. Um and just like it, the poison thing is good, but yeah, like he's very situational. Close. If you get like the water map, he's great. If you get sure. like what is it, the like ten of swords that lets you poisoned after moving, like it's yeah. there's there's good it's things. It's all you good, can but do. then he gets psychic blasted, and then who gives a shit? Like very true. Yeah, yeah. I, if I you're, really wish he had senses as part of that power. Yeah, if you're tying up your opponent's stuff with all of your Batmans and then just keeping Aquaman back a bit to poison stuff. Like it could be good, but I don't know whether it is. Yeah. He's, he, he's he is, not going for him, but like, I think he's, he's significantly option. better than Wonder Woman. Yes. I'll yeah. say that. And I think he's better than Superman. Again, some people really like Superman, but I don't, I can agree with that. Um, I think he is worse than all of the next three chases that we're about to talk about. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we have Martian Manhunter, who is sidestep stealth. When he's attacked after resolutions, you can move him up to two squares, which makes him really hard to focus down, basically. Um, although he doesn't have that once you've healed him. You have an attack power, which is Psychic Blast, Steel Energy, but for both close and ranged attacks. Range, uh, improved targeting with uh, characters and elevated and hindering. Make a ranged attack, hit characters not occupying friendly grave terrain markers, take a maximum of one damage. You can read that as range improved targeting make a range attack because they're always going to be occupying friendly grave terrain markers on the in the uh, teams that you're playing them on um yeah. and after resolutions move a hit character up to four squares and generate a grave hindering terrain marker into their square and then he has shape change when he uses and succeeds after resolutions deal the attacker damage equal to the number of action tokens on them um i think i played this character in sealed yeah were you so, happy about it um i didn't have a necron so i actually had to play him at 160 and <laughs> Look at this Honestly, nerd. Like, to pull a neck off this Black good. Lantern chase. The best part about him is his improved movements. Yeah, so he has fantastic improved movement. He has okay range. His biggest problem is just he's outwittable. Yes. <laughs> yep. If they outwit the shape change power and shoot him twice with a Carnage Surfer, he's very dead. Yep. Yep. I, I honestly think this is probably the worst one. Yeah, it might be. I I think it's... He has some good stuff to him, but... It's him or Wonder Woman. I think it's Wonder Woman. That's fair. I think he's... I think Manhunter's better than Wonder Woman. He has some unique stuff, right? Which, uh, like, you can... Because Necron's I a giant... really simping for Hal, huh? No, I'm kidding. I am. <laughs> I mean, there's some interesting... Hal does interesting stuff. Namely, he has a team ability. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that, yeah. Still talking about Martian Manhunter, though. Hey, he's uh, JLA. That's not The bad. thing about the improved targeting thing is that you have a Necron who also basically has most of this improved yep. targeting because he's a giant yeah. and doesn't need to see the characters to put terrain in their squares. So 
you always get this, and then you're just dealing four damage to anybody you want. Uh, now, is that good enough? I don't know, but... So, the other part, like, at least that I was able to use effectively in sealed is the after resolution move a hit character up to four squares. Sure. Really good. Because yep. it's yep. effectively a pseudo-TK. Yeah, less relevant and constructed when you're playing Batman. I or really something. wish he had like triple target or something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he could be better, but he is he does interesting things. Whether he I, God I forbid could... we have two, we're not allowed to have two good Martian managers in a row. That's that's too much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next we have. I think this chase is just below Batman for second best chase in the game. I honestly. In the, in the set. If you couldn't play Batman in multiples, I'd say they're tied, but I think Batman beats him, but he's so he close to... He's so Green close to being a Batman. Very close. I am yeah. less certain about this than you guys, so it'll be an interesting discussion. Yeah. All right, so, so we have uh, uh, Green Arrow. He is a 50-point line, which is the only line you're playing him at. I'm not going to mm-hmm. bother mentioning that for point lines anymore. Uh, precision strikes deal energy, but can use it with closer range attacks. When he attacks, his targets can't positively modify their defense values. When he attacks, he can use probability control any number of times. For each use past the first, he must remove a friendly grave train marker from within four squares of his target from the game, or uh, that use of probability control is no effect, which is sort of a weird way to phrase that instead of he must remove it to use Theoretically. it. Theoretically. Sure. Um, and then he has Blades Claws Fangs. It's consistent with other attack. things. Like, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Uh, when Green Arrow hits a single opposing character who is not occupying a friendly Grave Terrain Marker, you can give them a action token and generate a Grave Terrain Marker. Okay, um, so. Quickly clarify with this figure. No, you do not get the effects of any swords you equip to him when you use that power. It is a completely separate instance of Blades. A good clarification. You cannot use it with range. If you use the sword's blades, you have to use his blades from his attack power. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I I I'll go with with my my reason why I think he's so good. Yep. Um, one fifty points for I will talk about him at his his highest stat line. So yep. fifty points for a thirteen for three with eleven swing on a character that has precision strike. Can't positively modify values, which I know we've talked about, like, values aren't, like, defense values aren't super high right now. Let's but this is I a mean, character that will probably... Ne- Scott Porter around, they're always yeah. plus one. Basically. This character will probably never miss. No, he can't miss. Like, um, uh, unless you're the unluckiest person on the planet, he can't miss. Because you're always playing Scott Porter, so he's plus one attack. He has JLU, or JLA, plus one attack. He's a 12 with RCE. That is a 15 attack. They cannot modify their defense values, and he has literally infinite props. He yep. can't miss. Um, so the other part is his improved targetings are hindering and shoots out of adjacency. And why mm-hmm. this is important is we've talked about all of the rollouts that everybody has. He has precision strike to deal mostly with the super senses, and he's a range attacking character to deal with the apocalypse rollouts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That he can never not make a ranged attack. Yep. And he has blades for the own apocalypse. And he has blade. blades for the ranged attacks. Yeah, I mean he's but... also paired with Apoc, which means he has a blade rollout. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. So my only thing is that I can't stop comparing things to Carnage Surfers. <laughs> Fair. Car- I think what you don't I mean, get in terms do, of so. survivability and mobility, you get in guaranteed. You know, just you're guaranteed to hit something. Like, it's the guarantee of, yes, you are risking the blades. Genesis makes it a bit easier dealing three, but 
he is uh, guaranteed you are hitting something. You're taking something out. Unless you're rolling four crits in a row, like you're you're taking something out. He just doesn't deal Plus. that much damage. Yeah, that's my problem with him. It's like you're, you're, there's a lot of talk for not hitting, you're not missing, but you're not doing a lot of damage either. You have blades. Like if you roll you a have six, bla- great, you have but... blades. That's minimum three because you're almost definitely playing Genesis with him. Like that's sure, fine. Minimum three is good. Okay. But I just don't think but three like, damage is that good. This is I 50 points. For, we're talking about plus all the setup to like get him to the good clicks. Like it's. I'd rather be doing like five damage. Like <laughs> I want this to be good, it but like I just can't... not. But. I mean, yes, it is, it is Blades, obviously. You know, there are ways to mitigate that. You have Terror Cards, you have Genesis. It's obviously not going to always be guaranteed, but the amount of times that he's going to be dealing very good damage for guaranteed hits is great. Also, if we're, like, we're talking about a constructed build, I know like, I, I'm not trying to use, like, a whole build to talk about, like, the comparisons between one character and another, but he gets something that Carnage Surfer doesn't. And that's really, like, the effect of the the... Being able to pair very well with Batman, with yeah. Batman background, so he gets protection from Surfer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the improved targeting hindering is pretty huge. Uh, very much so. So if people are playing like I kind of expect them to, which is people are going to play a lot of Carnage Surfers, and therefore they're going to put Conchu and Black Symbiotes on all of those Carnage Surfers. Yep. Uh, then. I mean, Green Arrow gets past that, which is pretty awesome. For well, you can't have an equipment in that and at the same time, but yeah. But you could play two uh, on the on the separate ones. Is yeah, what I, no, I get you. I meant you're playing two surfers. One of them yeah, has yeah. Two, one of them has black symbiote, so that both of them are stealth. Also, like I don't ever hate just give him pumpkin bombs. Like he's gonna be a 15 with precision strike and EE. Sure. Like just that's an that's a good option. Like you just he's always going to be just consistent. Like. You or, need to find uh, ways to deal with the damage. Actually, the... Uh, uh, no, he, I guess you need the blades. I was going to say the um, batons. The ones I was just thinking batons. Yeah, you, like, if no, you could multi-target work. with blades, I would 100% have said that, but yeah. Yeah. Like, one he, of the things I really like about Carnage Surfer is the three targets, because, like, it does a sort of precision strikey-like thing, where yeah, if yeah. you're targeting three things, then it doesn't really matter that they all have super senses, because one of them will miss it. <laughs> They're not going to all hit the rollout, you say, and then they do. Yeah, I mean, that happens sometimes, but <laughs> sometimes they hit the six, too, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think this character is bad, to be clear. Um and no. if you are playing specifically a Black Lantern Corps theme team, I definitely think he's on it. Just if you're doing the like yeah. sort of mixed uh, X-Men monster Black Lantern Corps thing, I don't know whether he quite makes the cut, but we'll see. I yeah, I think yeah, for, I have more with Devin here. Yeah, I think for damage wise, he's definitely a little overhyped, but for consistency, he is just the best. Like there, there isn't a more consistent attacker in the game than him. Yeah, for the I record, mean, that's he true. also outreaches Carnage Surfer. Oh, yeah. absolutely, that's true. Yeah, the reach is great. Like, just only by one, but he does. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so we All also right. have Hal is also in the top three. We yes. also have Hal. Okay, so this this figure is interesting. <laughs> uh, he has willpower. Friendly characters occupying any friendly grave terrain markers can use willpower if they can already use willpower. They increase their willpower roll by plus one. Okay, this is fine. It's not exceptional, but you know it's nice marginal benefit basically yep. um steel energy but for closer range attacks like basically all of them have when he hits after resolutions give a hit character an action token until your next turn that character can only remove action tokens by clearing this is to be clear one character so if you're yes, pulse it your is opponent's entire team you are giving yep. one character an action token but 
like if that's a carnage surfer that you uh, really want to not be able to take an action next turn not bad um and then he starts with a defense power of barrier energy shield toughness and when he uses barrier after resolutions generate a grave hindering terrain marker adjacent to one of the blocking terrain markers this is fine having a source of barrier is just good and then the most important part of hal jordan he has the green lantern capability <laughs> and the keyword <laughs> yeah yeah so he yeah. has a green ring and uh he has a team ability. And if you are playing Black Lantern Core, you are playing both Scott Porters. There is no question. They are on your team. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think a very important thing that people may not realize about this character is just the consistency of um, Green Ring plus his willpower trait. It essentially gives him colossal willpower. It's like sure. three through six. Um, and if you're hitting willpower every turn and you're attacking every turn, you're just outpacing your opponent massively by taking off your tokens, giving them tokens, and saying, no, you're stuck. You can't take this off. Is there an argument to not give him his gr- the Green Lantern Ring and give him Contru instead? No. Just I give don't it think to someone so. else. Just give Contru to someone else. Unless you're also playing, like, KCGL or something, I don't think so. I yeah, think like, the stealth else. is... Sure, yeah, if you're playing if you're playing Legacy GL, obviously, that's very, very good, for sure. It, it, like, Herald Theme Team or something. And also, uh, like, all the Black Lanterns have Herald, so just give one of them Contru. Yeah. It, so, I assume you're asking as because you just sort of want to give him stealth so he doesn't die to Carnage Surfers? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's reasonable, but Green Lantern Ring's so good. <laughs> I also it think is. that Batman just solves that problem. Fair. That's that's, that's, that's very true. true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the thing about Scott Porter's with Green Light, with anybody with the Green Lantern ability on their team is that one of them has Wild Card and one of them just grabs a team ability from any allied character. So yeah. you just get to have two sidestepping Green Lantern team ability characters, which just gets whoever you want wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, unfortunately, not specifically Necron because uh, he is giant. He he is also weirdly like you do want to heal him, but you also lose the defense power. Yeah, he, he just gains invulm with a nineteen, which like is good, but man, I really wish his defense power was just invulm and he had it the whole dial. I wish he had that. Uh, I mean, just his current defense power would be fine the whole dial. Like know. he could just have like impervious or something, but no, just invulm. Okay, that's whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I agree. Green Lantern Ring at least makes up for that a little yeah, bit he's... by giving you a barrier source still, but. When I first saw this character, I was very disappointed, but after a lot of thought, a lot of consideration, I mean, playing him in Team Worlds, like, I've really come around to him. After I we stopped comparing him to Party Thor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, the really big difference between him and Party Thor is the Green Lantern team ability. <laughs> yep. Accurate. It's just, it would have been really weird if uh, Party Thor had that. Had the Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, that would have been weird. That would have been exactly. a, that would have been a weird misprint for them to make. <laughs> it was from the What If show. True. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just hard to overstate how good the Green Lantern team ability is. Yeah. Um, you may have noticed that my world's team was almost entirely based around having two characters with sidestep with the Green Lantern team ability, and that just sort of yes. let me go anywhere I wanted, whenever I wanted. Now, my I entire will... game in the top 32 was one character with the Green Lantern team ability moves. I do a bunch of free stuff to kill an apocalypse. The other one charges, picks up everybody, and runs away. Like, yeah. it's so powerful. The one downside of the GL now is the new maps. You are not starting as come together as you used to be, yeah. so it's a little bit more. But work that's where the two sidestep characters with it come in. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 
also just having that's the like, only thing that's balanced. I don't understand they haven't I, changed that thing. I've been like, I've been saying it for years. Yeah. Why is GL copyable? I just don't get it. Like it's a good why? question. Yeah, my uh, my team that I won uh, like basically the only online tournament for uh, PJ's format, the not so special format, was two character one character with the Green Lantern team ability and one character that could wildcard the Green Lantern team ability. So I just carried my entire team every turn. Yep. Like it was, it's just so good. <laughs> and it was even better back when there weren't special powers, so there was nothing similarly powerful going on. Yep. Yeah, I mean Hal Jordan, fine. Not fantastic, but okay. Green Lantern he's, team ability? Incredible. <laughs> yeah. He's he'll definitely see some play. Oh yeah. No, I mean I think he's good enough. Just yeah. almost entirely because he has that team ability. Yep. Okay, then we have a bunch of deceased characters. He's They're very, very long. <laughs> um, yep. They have really weird point values. <laughs> okay, so we have Batman. What do you uh, mean they all have the same point value? <laughs> yeah, but it's like yeah, but it's for 15 different. more points. Yeah. Why would you not just play them at all at top dial? Oh yeah. no, no, a thousand billion percent. They, they all yeah. So they're all 75 or 60 points, but their 75 point line is like two clicks more. So I don't and really they, know yeah, why you only, only yeah. get 75. Yeah, yeah, and they get an extra trait. So they okay. So they all share a bunch of stuff. They share their 75 or 60 points. They share that they have a deceased trait. The first time they would be KO'd, they instead turn to this three-click long dial where they can only take one damage from any effect. And at the end of their turn, they take one damage, which is protected pulse wave. So basically, they last three more turns. And if your opponent hits them, they can speed that up by one turn. Um, and then they all have a trait that only exists at 75 points. Batman's is when he attacks one or more characters that can use a light blue standard power. That will not be frequent. <laughs> Modify his attack and damage plus one. Um, and then, barrier yeah. and prob? Barrier and prob is pretty common. My control, I'd say, is pretty consistent, I mean, too. the thing is, the thing about barriers is that it's entirely on uh, stop signs right now. <laughs> but... Prob, yeah. Hey, he's really good really at sure, killing but he has two targets. Like, he he's very, like, very good at killing Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's, he's got a trace of multi-targets. Something you helpful. actually want to hit. Um, that's true. The the two the two targets is a good call. Um, yeah, he has charge sidestep. If he occupies hindering, opposing characters can't use it. Improve targeting to target him or adjacent friendly characters. And then friendly characters have safeguard mind control. And when they attack, opposing characters can't use shape change. But that's only on his DC style. Yeah, um, that was on his, his normal dial. Sure. This figure's fine. Yeah. It's like if you need to protect your characters from IT whatever, then sure. You can play them. That's that's fine. But besides that, he's nothing too special. Does anybody know what this storyline is? Is this like Marvel Zombies DC? Yeah, so essentially okay. Darkseid found the anti-life equation and it turns out it turns people into zombies. And uh he tr cyborg somehow got infected with it and corrupted the entire earth and the justice league died and became zombies that's sure not what it does in any other version of that story but yep, i mean that's, why not <laughs> that's what it does in this one <laughs> i mean there are worse excuses to turn all of your heroes into zombies i guess <laughs> I, I i also have one major gripe with this uh a couple major gripe with these chases that i'll get into when we talk about the next figure but uh right. yeah well Superman. Uh, yeah, this one, his 75-point trait is a brown standard power. Um, 
I mean, there's Carnage Surfer around, who's always going to have one of those. Yeah, I mean, Hypersonic Poison, Perplex, and Corbius. This is very yeah. common. This is going to be procking a lot. I actually think Superman is probably the best one of the deceased and actually very playable. Yeah. So we also have Hypersonic Speed, free place him adjacent to an opposing character within range and line of fire that moved since your last turn. That'll be... That's so helpful. annoying. <laughs> it's it's so annoying how often he does that. Just yeah. in sealed games, I've seen him go crazy with it. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and then he also has, uh, on his deceased clicks, he has Pulse Wave, and when he uses it, he can uh, have range 8 instead of range 4. Um, that is worded very strangely <laughs> and deals his printed damage value instead of one damage, which is two and then three and then four, depending what turn slash how much yeah. damage he's taken. And then if you do that, you KO him. But, I mean, he was going to die soon anyway. That's the whole idea. Yep. Um. So, yeah, just very consistent. I mean, for 75, he is a very good hypersonic piece. Uh, hypersonic leadership is always helpful. It is only a six speed, so very slow but he does destroy blocking as he moves so he basically gets to go anywhere um he's always hitting pretty well you're probably not getting the pulse wave power off like this is such a big threat that the second he goes to that clicks i don't care but what he has do a in that 20 turn. defense true with he can, senses, it's not with, that easy to kill with luck he can get through it and if you get that trade off i kind of feel like you just win if you get that tra that power off a lot of the time, if not, I mean, if you it. somehow if you somehow get it off on the thirteen attack four damage click, it's it's over. Like the game's over. Yeah. Um. But I feel like with a range eight, which is basically unprobable, except for what literally, like Scott Porter, basically, or like Necron. Like, how often are you actually getting to prob it? I feel like you're just begging to miss that, and then yeah. it's just yeah, yeah, understandable. Yeah, definitely. Um, Black shirt Scott Porter is going to be pretty good. <laughs> okay, so just a few just quick gripes I have with like the deceased stuff in general. Uh, the first one, there are seven Black Lanterns and I think yeah, seven Black Lanterns and five deceased chases. Yet the God Pack is the Black Lanterns and not all five of the deceased chases. Um, okay, that's whatever. Um, I thought there was one of I thought there was two God Packs. I thought there was one nope. of the there is no, only a God oh. Pack for Black Lanterns. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Um, Does it always have the same five of yes. six? Yes. The God Pact has uh, Martian Manhunter, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman in it. Okay. So, so okay. you do not get Green Arrow or Hal. Hal. Um, <laughs> my second little... Anyway. Yeah, my second gripe, and this is more just like personal stuff, a very big part of Deceased, the storyline, was the Flash. Um, I'm sure you can imagine He's a speedster being a zombie. <laughs> He's not a chase, but they did give him a speed power called I don't have to catch up to him, I can come from the other side. Yeah. In the story, the Flash gets infected and nothing can stop him other than Superman going from the other side as a missile and just ramming the Flash at full speed. And that's how they kill the Flash in the storyline. Um, it's it's a fun flavor text. I just really wish they made a, a deceased Flash. Like, I don't... I'm sure legal reasons they couldn't, but I'm very disappointed there isn't one. Anyway, that's my, that's my rant. What do you mean legal reasons if it's all DC? I'm assuming it's hard to get licenses for certain characters. I don't know. Who knows? I see no reason they didn't make a Flash chase other than that. I could just be completely wrong, though. Nobody likes the Flash. <laughs> true, bad character. Yeah, famously That's unpopular untrue. character. <laughs> uh, all right, then we have DC's Wonder Woman. Her 75-point trade is for red standard powers. There's a lot of super senses and blades floating around, so this one will activate always. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, 
she's charged flurry only on her uh, DC's clicks, and then on those clicks, adjacent opposing characters can't positively modify or replace their combat values. Could be pretty That's good. That's actually an amazing effect. It yeah. is. It's just sadly. And then, her uh, yeah, and then damage power, exploit weakness, leadership. When she hits, give it, give each hit character a slash token. If they would reduce damage by more than one, they reduce it by one instead. This character is fine. I yes. think there are. I think there are metas where that damage power is worth it. This is not that meta. No. Yeah. Everybody's on rollouts. Nobody's on reducers. A lot of figures in this set that. are like later on. These will be good. Yeah. Um, we have the Joker, uh, black standard powers. I mean, if the Black Lanterns see a lot of play, that's going to be most of them. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, making attacks is a little unlikely with this character because his movement power is leap time plasticity sidestep once per turn. Oh, no, never mind. I didn't read the second half. Uh, once once per turn, when an adjacent friendly character begins a mover, is placed after resolutions, you can place the Joker adjacent to them. So, yeah, he can definitely do some stuff. Yeah, he's a follower. Um, but, I mean, his attack stats just still aren't that good uh if he gets to his last three clicks the the dc's clicks um then he has poison when he uses it he deals unavoidable damage instead and he has safeguard out with like again an amazing power it's just on a time limit yeah yeah yep he's fine thank god and ideas aren't legal then we have hawkman uh this is a green standard power is that charge or is that quake yeah it's green yeah, it would so say light green if it was, okay so it's yeah charge i just never remember what they called which one <laughs> yeah um yeah uh and he's a nice looking 10 11 19 3 with exploit on that uh, on that first click which is pretty good um and he has a defense power of combat reflexes toughness willpower and friendly characters with the justice league team ability have the jsa team ability protected out with impulse wave so it's a beautiful power i can cry <laughs> i was gonna say this is this is jay's power this is jay's yeah there were so many oh my god like i was just talking to somebody about this today because of him this hawk man yeah like the star girl who i like hated i mean i didn't hate but like it was just a real shame that she didn't have a there's like a, a fair amount of those characters but like yeah i mean even so just the, with the justice league yeah but like also like even regardless of all that that's just obviously a really good effect Although, um, I don't get why it has, I guess, it only has projected Pulse Wave for the toughness, because Pulse Wave goes against printed anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yep. The reflexes, that's useful against Pulse Wave, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so then we also have Leadership. Uh, on his, this is the power that's only on his DC's clicks. They all have one power that's only on their DC's clicks. Um, leadership succeeds on a 4 to 6. When he uses and succeeds this turn, adjacent friendly characters have flight and improved movement characters. Pretty good. Yeah. I just hate that that's on his deceased clicks. Yeah. Yeah. With like, like half of these guys. Yeah. Leadership, mastermind, like those sort of yeah. effects should not be like it's, middle. You have yeah. at a maximum three turns to hit a leadership in, at like the end of the game. Yeah, and will other and you things have to be actually adjacent. be adjacent to him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he just doesn't deal that much damage is his problem, but he is cool. Best sculpt of the deceased Yeah, shows. he's beautiful. I can agree with that. He, yeah. He's a phenomenal 500-point um, game piece. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're good at making wings look good. Yes, A lot are. of the characters with wings have great ones. The old, uh, the... Uh, 
um, XXS, Age of Apocalypse Angel. The mimics are pretty good. Anything yep. with wings is the Captain Merritt, the Pegasus. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Those are I love how they did that one of actually the it coming disassembled in the box so that the wings don't break. Yeah, and yeah. you also just choose. I mean, it also almost one. looks it, it looks possible without the wings too. Yeah. yeah, he's just riding a horse. Like that's fine. Um, then we have an ultra chase. Yay! Honor Sanon. Thank you, uh, kids, for not making it good. <laughs> Thank you for the errata that we all knew was coming. Yep. Yeah, okay, so at the beginning of the game, instead of putting them on the map, you put them on their cart, and you give them six Phantom Zone tokens. Beginning of your turn, you remove a Phantom Zone token. When a character is given an action, after resolutions, if a terrain marker was destroyed during that action, remove a Phantom Zone token. When the last one is removed, or there are no friendly characters on the map, after resolutions, place the others and on in a square on any map edge, or in a square with a debris marker that was placed this turn, and then they have traded flurry willpower, and basically they can... Uh, take three actions. They can remove an action token once between clearing, um, and then uh, they have two stop clicks where they just have impervious. Um, before this errata, I was looking, and they importantly they have the brute keyword. Um, yes. Before this errata, I was looking at this figure and I was like, okay, so I can just get this out on my opponent's map edge on turn two, and then have them flurry and have them make a free attack with Dark Phoenix. Yep, that seems pretty good. Now, that's still possible. It's just... But it requires a lot of actions. <laughs> whole, it requires a lot of characters with sidestep breaks blocking. I mean, like, you can do most of it on... Like, if you're a first player, you can just break three blockings on your turn one and then have them come out on your turn two. Sure. I th I think that they are in, like, a weird area of this can be played and not be crazy but you're probably not playing it yeah they're probably just not quite good enough it's a lot of setup no. cost. thank thank god they're unique so a meta team can't just be four of them <laughs> just instantly come out i mean all alter chases should be unique inherently oh also can i just state emphatically i'm just so tired seeing people like think that they go on the sideline the side the word sideline is nowhere there <laughs> yeah they they, they they cost 70 points and then they go on the on their card yeah so you are paying to play a 230 point team at the start you will pay 70 bad. points for them and then after you've paid that 70 points you have 230 more points but it's not, not that hard to make them show up fairly quickly no and they are yeah. incredibly hard to kill like they have amazing stats and powers and two stop clicks with impervious so like if you they, specifically blow in. up um all of the pieces of blocking with characters with the mystical keyword and have a search for amit's tomb then you're getting sort of double yeah. duty out of it <laughs> yeah that's like that's reasonable yeah i i think this could see some amount of play but thank goodness it is not as good as mephisto <laughs> yeah. that um, was necessary uh, honestly, I mean, you can definitely see where the discount comes in. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the dial is really good for 70 points. It's an amazing dial. And it can show up on your opponent's side of the map, which is pretty good. Just yeah. maybe not quite there. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so that's the whole main set, uh, which, honestly, pretty good. There's nothing that looks immediately like it's going to destroy the meta to me, and there's a bunch of really interesting little stuff. Um, so just the legacies. We can honestly just like skip Poison Ivy and Riddler, the release day yeah. and the play at home. They're not even close to anything. Um, We're definitely not skipping Calendar Man. <laughs> calendar Man. Okay, so or Calendar we skip Man. Skip him half of the year. 
Yes, <laughs> we skip him on every tournament except nationals. Uh, he has a trait, probability control and regen. This character always has prob, not bad. Um, he has stealth. If this game began on an even-numbered day, Calendar Man has improved movement characters. Otherwise, <sighs> Calendar Man has free choose an opposing character within range and line of fire. Until your next turn, that character modifies its defense by minus one and decreases its single D6 rolls by minus one. So you may notice a difference in power level between those two effects. Yep. <laughs> you would really like to be playing this on an odd-numbered day. <laughs> It's currently the 13th, so it's very good to play him right now. Yep, great today. Yep. Uh, all right, then we have an attack power. Precision Strike, if the game began on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, he can use Energy Explosion and deals penetrating damage when he uses it. Otherwise, modify his attack and damage plus two. This one doesn't really matter. You're not attacking with this character. Having him be a 12 and 3, an 11 3 is better than having him be a 9 attack Energy Explosion well, character. Well, it's really a 13. Probably. And, like, to be fair, he's also Batman enemy, so, yeah, like, I could true. randomly be an 11 energy explosion. That's fine, yeah. but you're not going to. But, like, it. either of these are fine. You don't really yeah. care that much. You just need to keep track of which one it happens to be on that uh, I, on that particular yeah. day. It's but not the next with him frequently, if, if, that's for if, sure. But if like, you yeah. counted the days yeah. for the next power, it'd be so much better. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then we have an even bigger power level gap than his movement power, his damage power. If the game began on an even-numbered month, Calendar Man has free choose a standard power. Opposing characters within range can't use the chosen power until your next turn. So this is Cosmo, but a free action. <laughs> Otherwise, okay, Calendar points. Man can use probability control twice a turn and may use it regardless of range. This is not good. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not I mean, terrible. It's good, Double probs throughout not, the entire yeah. map is pretty but good. But it's not worth But one of these things is not like the other. That yeah. is very true. So this is a 40-point character. Um, and basically, we went through all of the major tournaments that happen in a year. And there's Worlds, and there's the Florida tournament, and there's HeroClix for Huntingtons. And all of those happen on odd-numbered months. So you basically can't play this figure at any of them. <laughs> and then there's Nationals, which happens on an even-number month. So save your calendar bands for Nationals next year, because they'll be very good. <laughs> yep, yep. Really hope the Canadian Nationals is in um, August also. Yeah, not, not July. July again. <laughs> I can just, so I can just play my, my, my team now during qualifiers at Nationals with Calendar Man <laughs> and then take Calendar Man off and play Cosmo at Worlds. But I, I have a question about Calendar Man. So let's say I'm playing Calendar Man in an online game and my opponent's in another country in another time zone <laughs> and then I might control their Calendar no. Man. What power says he have? No, don't make us decide. Off. <laughs> we had this conversation. Devin and I drew this this conversation with logical conclusion, and we decided to stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's uh, hope that never comes up. It was also up. four in the morning because we were in the airport on our way to um, World. So, yeah, uh, yeah, this character is incredibly silly. Uh, I kind of like that it exists, and kind of hate that it exists. Yes, that is. It's weird. Thoughts. So, I like this concept. And it feels weird to only like this concept when it's low power level. But that's where I'm at. If this was a difference between Perplex and Prob or something, depending on what month it was in, and it was never remotely a playable figure, then I would love that this figure existed for somebody to play and enjoy. However, <laughs> this figure is incredibly competitively playable on even number months, <laughs> on odd numbered days <laughs> of even number months. <laughs> um, so... In those cases, it's ridiculous. So yep. let's, like, 
if you are on an odd numbered day of an even numbered month, you can say, can't use blades, and then go across the map and take the free action targeting an opponent's Carnage Surfer. And now they get their shape change only on a six, their sense is only on a six, and they can't use their blades rollout. Nice. And if those things aren't true, you can prob twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This character is super silly. Uh, I it, he doesn't have great keywords, but um, honestly, I'll probably be playing him at nationals next year, and so, unless <laughs> something changes, because he seems very good. Well, yep. you're not going to U.S. nationals though. No, Canadian nationals. Oh, right. I mean, but this year Maybe was July. US, so. Probably not. No. Or wait, was it July? July? It was in August this year. Oh, uh, uh, it was okay. August this year, July last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been July historically, <laughs> but assuming that the same person continues organizing it and organizes it in the same month, then it should be in August again next sure. year. Sure. Sure, that will be. Yes, I, I do have a calendar man figure that I could lend you, uh, not legacy though. I think there's yeah. only a couple of other legacy cards we really need to talk about. Yeah, I don't uh, think, I think Deathstroke's any I good. I think Liza Drake no. is one that we should talk about. I do yeah. like this. Yeah. The Black Lantern with Sinestro Core. Yep. Uh, those are true things about her. Yeah. Um, I mean, a trait of opposing characters occupying or adjacent to friendly grave terrain markers modify their combat values minus one when attacking or being attacked by characters with the Black Lantern Core keyword. Pretty good. While also having Perplex that, you know, she gets a free Lantern, uh, free uh, Sinestro ring. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you're playing this with Batman. Yep. Turn one, you make uh, terrain markers under the Batman. Turn two, you, with the Batman, <laughs> you turn two, you move your Necron out, you put a terrain marker next to your opponent, you take that action and go through, and then uh, you attack with your Batman, you steal energy back up. Your Batman have 12 attack. And then also when your opponent attacks you, you basically have a 21 defense because you have combat reflexes and they have minus one to all their stats. Pretty good. This is also yep. just such a true legacy figure for like older stuff of having a special attack power that's perplex. <laughs> Great callback. True. It's a good point. Yeah. Um, a special attack power that's perplexed with a downside. Yep. In the good <laughs> she old doesn't days, have a, have... she doesn't have a damage power at the same time either. Yep. In the yeah, good old days, they put it on damage. There's powers like that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, the perplexing when she uses it, target character can't be healed. Can't heal until your next turn. Yeah. Not bad. I think she's fine. Um, uh, Owlman, I think, is the next one we should. That yep. was relevant. Yeah, so yeah, this is yeah. a 25-point character with Outwit, and he can choose an additional power for every action token he has. He can also... Uh, and then he can also sure. And he can... And he has old theme theme problem. Yeah. Right, he has that crime syndicate. Crime uh, syndicate. So he has okay. probability control when he uses it. Immediately give a friendly character an action token. If you can't, this use of probability control has no effect. Okay. I actually totally forgot... Um, that he had this team ability. That makes me like him more. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I want to actually take a second to uh, call out somebody. Uh, when they were talking about uh, CSA on Critical Clicks, they did not specify giving Scott Crampton bystanders uh, action tokens. They only said constructs. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was playing a, um, a team today with 10 figures on it there would have been somebody to put an action token on. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, not fantastic keywords here, um, but does some good stuff. The biggest problem with this figure to me is if everybody's playing Carnage Surfers, the outwit just doesn't do anything. <laughs> yep. But we'll see. Um, Dark Side, I believe, is the next Legacy card, and then I think there's one more after that. Yeah. Um, no, that's... Oh, Brimstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Dark Side is, you know, 250, 135, 125. Um, has Leadership Mastermind traded. If he hasn't used that wit since your last turn, he can reduce penetrating damage. So top dial 19. If you actually play him at 250, he's a 19 impervious that can reduce pen damage. Um, improved targetings, uh, shoots out of adjacency, and characters. Uh, when Darkseid or a friendly character that shares a keyword with him hits, after resolutions, you give them an anti-life token to all hit characters. Uh, characters with an anti-life token modify attack and damage minus one. And when this character heals, remove their anti-life token. Uh, he then has Mind Control. Mind Control is free, but can only target uh, anti-life token characters. And then Phasing. Phasing is free, but only to move three squares. And then he has Outwit that uh, also does stuff against the anti-life token characters. Um, he can choose two powers instead. Or uh, until your next turn, when the target character attacks and misses, deal them on an unavoidable. I think this character is going to be fine. Probably at 125. Um any thoughts? I was really high on this figure. And after kind of thinking about him for a while and building some teams around him, I kind of just realized that he's kind of just countering himself most of the time. Like, if you don't use your outwit, you can use reduce penetrating damage. But, like, when do you not want to use outwit? Um, but, like, that's kind of whatever. And then another big thing that's been kind of pointed out before is... It's not opposing characters with an anti-life token, it's just characters. So he might control someone, gives them a token, and then he immediately, they have minus one attack and damage. So you just nerfed the character you might controlled. So it's just kind of annoying downsides. And on top of all of that, if you find any way to damage him through his Impervious and Mastermind, he's just like a 9-9-16-3 for 125. Like it's just... I mean, if he takes damage, he's in trouble. Yeah, it's a super big risk, and I I think it could maybe be played, but I don't know. It's I I was higher this figure than I used to be, and I wish he was as good as I wanted him to be. But I still really like the figure, and I really like that he was made. Yeah, I mean, him having mastermind also helps. So yeah, definitely, he is very hard to kill. Definitely. And then our last. He has character. great. He, I mean, the ten range is just. Yeah, ten range double target sees through all characters, always shooting. Like he's great on small maps. Like he just has insta full map reach, basically. Yeah. 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 Eh, just it's so hard to justify spending points on things these days. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just spend fifteen points on one of the best characters in the game right now. Exactly. Yeah. This is a uh, this is Bridgestone. Um, they once again legacy to Colossal Retaliator and give him retail again. Yay. Uh, he has other point lines. Are we ever considering anything about fifteen? I don't think so. Because he's two ninety, one seventy five, ninety, fifty, fifteen. I think it's just always fifteen. Um, yeah. he is Apocalypse and Robots keyword, so not much to work with there. Uh, he is a four eleven seventeen two. Um, all specials besides its attack power. 
He has speed power, retail, uh, flaming blade, power if no other character has been placed, yada yada, you know what retail does. Uh, he makes an attack, a close attack targeting a chosen character along a direct line of fire. Then do so targeting every other opposing character along the direct line of fire between Brimstone and the chosen character. So essentially what this means is you can choose a character up to three squares away because of giant reach. And then if there's any characters between that character and you, you also target them. And then instead of normal damage, roll a d6 and deal that much damage each hit character. Um, so for 15 points, just with that alone, he is retelling and potentially doing 18 clicks of damage. Um, that's very good. He also has his defense powers to stop toughness. So that does matter. It lets him live through pulse waves. So that's very helpful. Um, and then his damage power is brimstone deals penetrating damage. So that retail is penetrating. And then at the end of your turn, deal one damage to all opposing characters within a number of squares equal to his printed damage value. So at 15, that's two. Which so is for Yeah. So for 15 points, he retails. If everything goes perfectly and he hits everything, he does, you know, potentially 18 penetrating damage. And then when he ends his turn, he does one pen to everyone within that range. Uh, yeah, 15 points, cosmic energy, just good. Like, he's just a good retailer. He is... A threat you have to take care of, or you're probably going to die. Yeah, I mean, lack of good keywords is the thing really holding him back, and also yeah. small maps making Colossal Retail a little less efficient than yeah. it used to be. Not being able to be played with Porter that efficiently is definitely hurting him. Plus, um, Colossal Retaliators are a little bit of a liability with Carnage Surfer being around. Yeah, he he is just a heal, but I feel like that logic can also just be applied to constructs, so people still make those. So constructs but, are a little harder to deal with because the best ones are like barrier. <laughs> yeah, very fair. And like he is he is a colossal on mostly going to be probably outdoor maps. So yeah, I definitely see him that. I mean, it's it's always a risk, but at the same time, it's 15 points and they have to use an action on it, so just keep them separate from your team. And I think that's probably good enough. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, I really like this figure. I built with him a lot. I think he's going to see a lot of play, or at least he should. I'm also happy that this is the legacy card they put in the uh, play at home kit, so it's not worth like yeah, that's awesome. amounts of money, like the figure. Yeah, that's very helpful. Yeah, on my uh, um, calendar man team, there will probably be a brimstone since I probably can't theme it anyway. <laughs> yeah, if you're playing unthemed, I see no reason not to put a brimstone on that team. His yep. last click is literally the only click he has the retaliator. His, yeah. The retaliator yep. power. Yeah, that damage power is just very good. Um, Thank God he doesn't have the attack power in his retail clicks. <laughs> Can't use super senses or positively modify their attack, their combat values? Yep. Yeah. Imagine retailing with that. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, one thing to be, to be clear about with this figure is that when Jackson says you can potentially deal up to 18 damage, it's pretty That's, big potentially. <laughs> yeah. You are probably not dealing up to 18 damage. You're probably dealing more like six average. Because you can probably yeah. get two figures. You're probably unlikely to get three. Um, and then yeah. you average uh, 3.5. Yeah, with everything going right, that's what happens. If, like, theoretically, even if you roll... The worst, you're still dealing one pen to all of them and then another at the end of the turn. So it's still around five, but that's obviously assuming you hit. Um, a lot of assumptions, but, you know, if things go right, it's very, very good, very threatening. 
if this figure just... could like actually move by itself, it would be incredible. If it yeah. didn't have to retail to get in range to do the one pin, that'd be awesome. Yeah. The force speed is definitely limiting that there. Yeah. But I mean, if they come across the map and don't attack him, you're in. Yeah. Uh, you're in very good shape. Okay, um, we have yeah. a mystery card. Uh, oh, we no, never mind. This is no. the one that is only from that Riddler that isn't playable. Yeah. All right. That's everything. Uh, is that everything, then? Yep. Worth Anything talking about. anybody wants to say about the, uh, about the set? Uh, I think I was I think I was talking to Paul Cote today, and he was like, the set... I think is better than a lot, better and deeper than a lot of people gave it credit for at first, me included. I yeah. I was very very vocal about how bad I thought the set was, um, and then we kind of got to play with it and see more of it. And yeah, I think the set's a lot a lot deeper than uh, than it is at first glance. Yeah, a lot of very powerful figures. You're gonna see a lot of play, um, a lot of cheap figures, just a lot of good additions. I think it's a very solid set. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think it's a good level of balance. Doesn't uh, nothing in here that is quite the same level of ridiculous as uh, as like Carnage Surfer, except maybe Batman. <laughs> yeah, Batman's we'll definitely the, the nuttiest thing. I I don't know if after a while they're gonna let you just keep teleporting around the map like that. It's <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's interesting though because like with the magic, it was clearly an unintended interaction between the cloak and uh, and her trait. Like they never thought that you could realistically create that. But uh, uh, yeah, that just isn't actually true of this Batman. That just that's that's what the trait says. <laughs> yep. There is no easy errata that you can do to make this do something different because. That's what the I, trait is. It does. Yeah. You could say within range or something. That would be a pretty easy errata to do that would uh, make him a lot weaker without completely taking away what the trait does. But yeah. Not that much different. All right. Um, yeah. I think that's everything for today. I uh, want to thank all my co-hosts for joining me. I want to thank our patrons whose support helps us bring this to you without paying out of pocket to uh, to get it hosted um site is patreon.com slash jsa clicks if you want to contribute to that definitely do it at the lowest tier um if you want to use podbean services we have some affiliate links in the description we have all the usual social media if you want to find that we have some friends of the show uh ran adams happy little hero clicks has her own youtube channel and patreon aries who has Facebook page, Patreon, other stuff under Dishing Up Clicks. Have you heard of clicksnexus.com? And uh, check out Dial H. Thanks so much for listening. We hope the next that you have fun the next time you play Hero Clicks, whether it's competitive or casual.